Yeah! You better sing your heart out like your life depends on it. Because we watched the horror musical Stage Fright. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Greetings, Moon Goons, and welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror. I am your host, Marshall Hampton. We watch the worst. No, I'm just talking. Can you imagine if I did that the whole time? <laughs> Fuck that. Welcome, Moon Goons, to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. Uh, with me today uh, is t- sitting in for my normal co-host, Aaron. Sarah Samples is back on the show. Hello. I have big shoes to fill today. Oh, my God. <laughs> the pressure's on. Actually, Aaron has surprisingly small feet, so I think you're all right. Oh, my gosh. Great. <laughs> So you're saying we could share shoes? That's, oh no, I actually have no idea. I think, he's actually, I think he's like a size 12 or 13 oh, or something da- like that. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm daintier than that. Uh, yeah, anyway, so today today we went a little off book, off script, if you will, for our normal kind of movies we do here. Uh, we I, I found this movie called Stage Fright. Uh, it's the 2014 version, not the 80s version. And this is a horror musical. Uh, yes, right. You heard me correctly. It was released on DVD on April 3rd, 2014, after a very short, limited uh, theatrical run, theatrical release. It was written by Jerome Sable and Eli uh, Bartalian, I think it is, who is supposedly also makes a, Eli also makes a cameo in the movie as Oleg Penderecki, but I have no idea who that character is in this what? movie. I couldn't find him. I don't remember anybody named Oleg. So, but according to IMDb, he is in the movie somewhere. It was also directed by Jerome Sable. Uh, if you so want to uh, watch this movie, if you haven't already, you can find it on Amazon, iTunes, YouTube, Vudu, and Google Play. Uh, the cast, uh, knocking that out. Uh, first of all, the two main people everybody's going to know is uh, uh, M- M- Mini Driver. I always want to say Mimi for some reason. No, Mini, Mini Driver. Uh, so exciting. Uh, ha- plays Kylie Swanson. She's she's not in it a whole lot, but she's in it. She's kind of like the driving force, kind of gets the whole thing going, and then she kind of, you know. Uh, you'll find out right away. Yeah, we'll talk about it right away. And uh, then we have the man, the legend himself, Mr. Meatloaf, oh my God. who plays Roger McCall. Uh, and I find it funny in this movie, he's he credits himself as Meatloaf a day. Uh, yeah, which is, I read that I too. Like, Meatloaf a day. Is I can't remember what his first actual name is. It's not Meatloaf. It's like Meatloaf I, Christopher a day or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, Meatloaf a day. I I've never heard that. Well. Yeah, I, just Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, other than that, there are so a few exciting. other people in this movie that are uh, kind of interesting to talk about. First of we'll we'll start with, uh, this is a hell of a last name for this girl, so bear with me. Her name is Steffi uh, D, Demo, oh shit, I, had, I, I was working on this name so oh, hard. No. Trying to, uh, oh. Di, Stephanie D. Domeni Canton, Cantonio. <laughs> I don't, uh, anyway, she Who was. Who did she play? Who? Here, you, you can see this name at the what bottom and see that? if you can do any better. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Uh, Steffi D. 
Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at this, too. Dominican... Cantonio? Yeah. Dominic- it's-, <laughs> it's like Dominican Republican... Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. So sorry about that. Um, She plays Bethany, and again, this is one of these characters you don't really... Which she- one's Bethany? Um... She <laughs> okay. We'll get into that. We'll get, we'll get into, that. into that. But the neat thing about her is she was a top five finalist on season four of Canadian Idol, which I didn't even know was a thing. Oh yeah, they've got all the idols out there. Yeah, and she toured oh, yeah. the United States with the first Broadway national tour of Spring Awakening. She played oh. uh, Issel, I think that's, and she performed the show six hundred times in forty four different cities over two years. Wow. Okay. So she has like a little. She has actual musical theater yeah. background. Uh, the, whoever this, whomever this. She. she is. You'll recognize her again. They never call her by name in the movie, but she's the girl with the uh, short black hair. She's got like a big, like a mole or. Uh, the on one her face. that's trying. The, the one that's the Chicago character. I guess so. She's the girl that emanates. Yeah. Yeah. And she always wears like the thigh highs with the guard. Yes, yeah. That's yes. her. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's what we'll call her. From okay, now. Chicago. Chicago. Okay. I was in Cabaret <laughs> we'll or something. But... Oh, yeah, Cabaret. Yeah, Cabaret. Um, and then we have uh, Douglas Swanson. Or, <laughs> sorry. Buddy Excuse Swanson me. is played by Douglas Smith. Uh, he's actually very recognizable. He's got 51 credits. He's probably most well-known for his role as Ben Hendrickson on HBO's Big Love uh, when that was oh, going. Yeah. Uh, he was also in the just-now-released horror movie The Bye-Bye Man, which I believe is in theaters now. Oh. Uh, he was also in Terminator Genesis. Ouija, Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. And this is his second appearance here on Horrible Horror as he starred oh. as Nicholas Yulson in the Goldberg Christmas movie, Santa's Slay. Oh, my. <laughs> I was here for Santa's Slay. No, you were here for Christmas Slay. Oh. That's the British one. Okay. That was okay. that really, really bad British Sorry, one. everybody. That was yeah. probably the worst movie no, I've ever Santa's seen. Santa's Slay was Bill Goldberg. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we're talking about the star of the show movie, Allie McDonald plays Camilla Swanson. Yes. Uh, she's got 32 credits she's, uh, in the TV series Orphan Black, Killjoys, Longmire, Lost Girl, Haven. And she was also in the, uh, I guess you call it horror slash thriller movie, uh, The House at the End of the Street with Jennifer Lawrence that came yeah. out a few years ago. I, you know what's really crazy, too? The, I thought, not looking up her information first, but just seeing her, I thought she was the same actress as the Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey. I did that, too. I was like, oh, my God. I, was, she, I, was like, I looked up, like, this has got to be that girl That's from the same Shades. girl. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. totally not. It's but her it doppelganger. Like, yeah, it could be like her it sister. It could be her. Enough. Yeah. Oh, my I God. I thought the same thing. Okay. Like, this 50 Shades shit going I know. Um, so it's not that. I was disappointed. Boo. I was too, boo. <laughs> uh, but she does a really good job of this movie, actually. She does, yeah. Um, now, before we actually jump into the movie proper itself, we I, I have to there's a, put a little disclaimer out here yeah. for everybody. This movie is not for everyone. It's, no. It's a very like niche target market audience they were yeah. going for with this movie well it's a it's definitely so jerome what's the last, last name sable or jerome sable yeah. he i was reading he is known for these mashup style movies and so this is like his forte and so it's a mashup and it i think that not to give any spoilers about how i feel about it but it that he for what it is he did a good job i think of balancing musical slash kind of horror gory thing I will slash, agree with you on that. slash spoof because it's also supposed to be like a a dark comedy I it yeah, is it, it's a There's, weird mix mix mash of, it of is. genres it and is it, I don't know whether to laugh there's things that are funny mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> it's certainly not for everyone. Some people and will not get music. it. Some people absolutely hate it. But so much music. <laughs> um, so with that read 
Uh, Get ready. The, the show opened. The <laughs> I'm going to movie... sing a lot. <laughs> uh, it opens with a, uh, a, a disclaimer on the screen that says, this. the following is based on true events. While the names have been changed uh, to respect the victims and their families, the musical numbers will be performed exactly as they occurred, which I thought was kind of funny. So from the top, it's 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 cheeky. It's yeah. a little cheeky. Yeah, and you I know think you're that's like, funny. what? Yeah, I think that's good. And so it kind of sets me up for some jokes. Yes. Jokes. 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 Uh, we, so now the movie proper starts. We fade on this man in like an old style tuxedo. Uh, and basically, you just get stabbed right away by another man in a smooth, like perfectly smooth white mask with black mm-hmm. robes and a hood. That totally got me. Did it really? Yes. Like, like I was sitting there watching. I was like, oh, this isn't good. He's going to. Oh, he dies. Oh. And I was like, uh, sorry. It got me. Got Love me. It. Love it. So now in runs a mini, dr- mini driver. And her first, the first line of this whole movie is sung. She's like, no. I can't sing. So you're going to really hate me yes. after this. But so she good. just starts singing right off the bat. And the camera pulls out to show us that this is like the closing moments of the copyright friendly and non trademark infringing <laughs> musical, The Haunting of the haunting Opera. Haunting of the, of the opera. opera. The Haunting. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh-huh. now we see these two kids, a brother and sister, backstage watching their mom, Mini Driver, perform. Mm-hmm. As the stage manager goes on about how great and wonderful she is and all She's this gonna stuff. She's going to be a star, yeah. kids. And the show ends, and we go to uh, Minnie's dressing room. The kids enter, hugs, kisses, blah, blah, blah. Mommy. Yeah. The daughter The daughter asks the mother, Minnie, for her autograph, which I guess is kind of sweet and weird, but it's like, uh, your yeah. mom, you don't really need an autograph. She's a I mom. don't know. I thought, I bought it. That was, it okay. was, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, Minnie pulls out one of like her black and white headshots and signs it, and she signs it with like a, a personalization that says, all of life's a song to sing, so sing with all your heart, love mom, or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, which that 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 line gets repeated and reused over and over throughout mm-hmm. the movie. It's kind of like motivation for the daughter. It's like their thing. I'm gonna sing it once. All of life's a song to sing, so sing with all your heart. It will Very never well. leave your head. It will it never, <laughs> because I seriously, I've been singing it. In my head. So much of music is just oh my sm- God. gets stuck in my so head. So catchy. Like the last three days, I've had just like. It's the same tune Shit. stuck in my head. Yes. Um, so in comes the meatloaf. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> that one. Uh, in comes meatloaf, who at this point seems to be like you know, Roger Bay, he's like tuxedo. You know, he come like he's like the producer. He's the producer. producer. And he the tells producer. her that this guy Lawrence Gibbs, he show up tonight, and he's absolutely in love with her. And we're yeah. kind of the way this conversation goes is we're led to believe that Gibbs is like a reporter, somebody from like New York Times. Yeah. And meatloaf takes the kids out. So Minnie can finish getting changed and whatnot. Whatever. Doesn't Do matter. Do you want me to take the twins? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd let Meatloaf take my kids, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, so we now the daughter is out on the stage. It's, the theater's empty. She's on the stage by herself. And we see the man in the smooth white mask watching her, but he just quickly ducks away. Uh, and back in the dressing room, Minnie is wearing some now, like sexy white bra and panties and a silk mm. robe. Um, and the lights go out. But she just, like, flips them right back on. No big deal. And when the lights come back on, staying behind her is a man in the, like, opera ghost costume that we just, we've seen from the exactly. play. Exactly, yes. So, <laughs> so after the, the initial uh... scare, Minnie starts talking like she knows who this guy is. She's like, you know, she tells him to come out, uh, tells him to come out for the mask back. He can't be in here. Get out, you know, take the yeah. mask off. 
but she's doing like in a playful way. Yeah. And he's he's start- definitely turning her on. Yeah. He's like up against her. He's starting yeah, to back, rub up her, against his chest her. His chest, her back. Yeah. And, uh, so he wraps his arms around her and her body, and it's clear, you know, that this is obviously like her lover man or something. Like yeah. That. And Minnie he's is like sneaky. Something's he, she's going down. Loving the way she she he's touching her, but she tries to resist by telling him that you know she has to get dressed. She can't. The man pulls her closer and firms up his grips, which getting just turns Minnie on even more. Yeah, she starts right. moaning like, not now. And the man that pulls out a large oh. knife from under his black robes, uh-huh. raises it up high. Oh, she Lordy. sees it in the mirror. Oh. She turns to scream, but as soon as she screams, wham! The man just stabs her right in the throat. Bam. Like right, right where the Adam's throat. apple would be in a man. Now, seriously, that is a singer's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I love it. Like, that would be like the, if you're going to kill a singer, that's what you just, it, right in the throat. Right oh, in the vocal right in the throat. And then he just, oh, oh, God. Her, he, oh Obviously, her yes. screams go silent, and he just stabs it, like, repeatedly over in the throat. And over And meanwhile, on stage, the daughter is, like, singing that All of Life song to sing, blah, 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 that, yeah. that line. And she's, like, spinning around, circles and dancing. And the film goes back and forth between her on stage, dancing, and then Minnie just getting brutally murdered. Oh, my God. And she finally drops dead and the with the knife sticking out of her mouth. Oh, man, yeah. So he, like, stabs her over and over again. You see this blood spray. And oh, it's, it's I think it's really well, it's really well done. Like, this blood spraying on his face. and it, The and white it, mask with the red yes, contrast the white, and the white roses with the blood. I mean, it looks great. It's great. And he's just, and then he just, like, sticks it in her mouth and then bounces her head right off of the mirror. the mirror yeah the big changing mirror and she goes down and you see it all i mean like they they show it all and i think it looks it, it, uh, yeah it's a pretty, pretty intense kill it's pretty it's, yeah it, you can tell that there's a lot of hate brutal. in that brutal <laughs> brutal so now we jump ahead 10 years later mm-hmm. and the daughter now in her late teens she's waking up in bed all sweaty so how old was she when she went i don't want to come up with a problem already but like i know it, how there's old? i have issues with the age i was like that's only 10 years later how how old is this girl like i'm my guess is she was old? 17 18 oh, so at least the character's supposed right supposed they're supposed to be. to be yeah okay um so the time frame <laughs> yeah i, I agree it's there's some there's not a whole lot of weird loopholes but no there, there's that's not some they, here. they did a pretty good job i of, will say that they did a yeah. good job of that um so now we see the school bus driving down a rural road filled with kids of all ages <laughs> one kid stands up and blows like a tuning harmonica <laughs> and then all at once everybody on the bus just breaks out in the song we're here we're, we're here, here. We're finally here. I'm so sorry, guys, but this music it's gonna is happen. so catchy. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's catchy. Uh, and the, the bus I've been waiting are, to sing in this music. Uh, the bus arrives at the center stage performing arts camp. And this song is a mixture of like a, a camp welp, welcome song. Yeah. Like all the kids telling tales of being bullied for being musical theater gigs throughout the year. But here and now is the one time of the year where they can be themselves and be everything's ourselves. great. And uh, the song then takes kind of a different turn when <laughs> the character named Sam leaps up onto like, this raised platform and goes into his I'm gay, I'm gay, but not in that but way not song. not in that way. Um, now, Sam is played by Ephilrim, Ephilrim Ellis, um, who uh, might be known in Canada more because he was in a few different versions of the Canadian hit show Degrassi. Which is a huge thing up in right. Canada. Oh, I love. <laughs> I kind of like Degrassi. So he was like, I'm not gonna I forget, lie. Like, a couple of different, like, you know, not like. There were like, different. If we had, like, Saved by the Bell, like, the Hawaiian years, or Saved oh, by yeah. the Bell, this year. Like, he was in one of those, like, sp- like not the original, of it. The, uh, okay. Degrassi, okay. the Next Generation, or okay. something else like that. Still um, liked it. I but, did. like, because yeah. you have to hear the song, it is funny. Um, 
Oh man, yes. I I actually have recorded this clip it, of well, this 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 line of this Gabe singing I'm part so, because it's it's pretty. Good. I'm so glad you did this because this musical uh this musical piece goes on forever. Yeah. It's just a really long. Yeah, it, it's really it's like it's like a five minute musical yeah, number. Yeah, it takes up a good. So, but I'm yes. not. We're not playing the whole five minutes. I'm just playing this this clip this of the, the I'm gay, I'm gay bit and what follows it because it, it's worth hearing. So uh, enjoy this. Yes, and a slew of other low All of us have heard these names of hate, but let me get to one thing straight. I'm gay, I'm gay, but not in that way. Musicals move me and touch me in ways I can't say. He's gay, but not in that way. I sleep with women, but musicals make me feel gay. I'm gay, I'm actually gay. I don't get hard when I see TNA. Could be my DNA or how I was raised. We don't distinguish here at Center Stage. We're all gay, we're gay in all kinds of ways. Some in the bedroom and some cause of musical plays. I am so glad you played that. Yeah, I can't help like that. That like verse or line is just—it's funny. I uh, I found it very funny. The best part about it is that you and I sang along to the whole thing, <laughs> yeah. meaning that it's it, it's so catchy. It's, it's so. Uh, it, I hate music, to say it, but it is. It gets stuck in your head. The music was pretty well done in this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, because. What was the what was the show the movie that we watched with the chicken and the poultry poultry guys. guys so poultry guys that was one of my first shows here yeah and like that was a musical this is way better. I think it was your first show it was my first that's right oh god I can't believe okay <laughs> that was my first show we've come so, a long way folks after so the basically the from where that clip ends the cameras yes. sing their way into like the mess hall where we find Camilla the daughter who's all grown now wor- working in the kitchen. And she's singing the same All Life's a Song to sing mm-hmm. to herself. And while she's looking at the autographed headshot of her mother, you know, that hangs in, like, the inside of, like, a, a metal food pantry closet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, what is that? Is that At first like I thought a... it was a lock. I was like, nope, that's, that's something like a, looks like, like a freezer. Is but that it's not the a, freezer? Like, it's not a freezer because it's, like, it's just like bags, like, corn. Like, but there's the, food in there. Yeah, I think it's, like, a pantry, though. It's not, like, something that has to be refrigerated. I okay. think it's just a pantry. Like, sterling, like, like. It's just okay. an industrial just pantry. Industrial, there you yeah. go. I don't that's... think it's refrigerated or. or All right, or... I hope that's weird. Um, <laughs> okay. So in comes her brother Buddy, who says, "Okay, little mermaid, a little, a little less singing, yeah. more working." And Buddy it's goes on. Crabby. Yeah, he goes on to on to say that it's time to feed the freaks, and they can't wait to get out of here for good. Yeah. So does Buddy not like does not being like being at this Mm-mm. camp, and he teases Camilla a bit more, uh, and she gives him a little push, and they, you know, this causes them a large can of tomato sauce to get spilled. Which he quickly starts yeah. to clean up. Now that you would think that's a minor thing, but it does. There is a callback to it uh, at the very end of the movie that it kind of comes. Okay. It kind of, it kind of yeah, kind of comes full circle. Uh, so. But even so, it's really weird what happens. Now. Like it's just. Yeah. I don't know. It, In yeah. comes Meatloaf. <laughs> So Meatloaf creepy though. Enters, so yeah, he just creepy. Come on in. He, Meatloaf even says like this he's creepy like, like little mustache too. Like this. Oh, uh, oh. He looks like a he looks like a hacked up producer. He, he does. does. He, he did, just looks like a hacked up hacked producer. producer. Yeah. yeah, he looks older than he did in the first in the first scenes when we saw him. Well, it's he ten years aged. later. Yeah, well, obviously, but he just. Yeah, 
Yeah, but he just has a creepy air about him. He's he like, does. What does he say? He's like, "What's going on here?" Or yeah, he's like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, "What's going on in here?" Or something. And basically, like he... they were smoking drugs or something. <laughs> uh, he spilled some tomato sauce. Which Metuolf doesn't like this. He, no, he, he hates takes it. over clean the cleaning up of the sauce, and he's like, "Buddy, like, did you make this mess or something like that?" And, abusive? And at this point, on? you can tell, like, when he, yeah, when he asks those siblings, like, did you make this mess? You can tell that there's, like, a like an aura of, like, kind of fear, timidness yeah, about these two yeah. and how they interact with, with Meatloaf. Yeah. Um, uh, they get real timid around him. But Camilla, 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 uh, Camilla, okay. uh, change the subject by asking Meatloaf what the show is going to be this year. What's the big right, what's the camp big show? showcase going to be? And he just says it's going to be a knockout and that Broadway agents and scouts will be coming and that they're going to be back in New York before they know it. And she mm-hmm. tries to ask again what it is. And he just says your mother would be proud. So Camilla, she gives up and she just kind of goes and, you know, ties up his collar, primps him a bit and tells him he's good. Go break a leg. Break a leg. He turns and exits and Theater enters time. the mess hall. To, and addresses the campers in song. Of course, so, of course he does. Of course he does. It's, it's just a continuation yeah. of the previous. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. the show must go on. You know, it, it's a... It's and, this, yeah, he's and, pumping them up. Yeah, and we learned that the song that he opened his camp 10 years ago. So he basically opened the camp immediately after the murder was what what happened. Yeah, when does a Broadway producer decide to take over, like, a hacked-up camp? Yeah. And... Well, here, I guess we can go into it now. My theory is that... He was the producer of, you know, that play that where play, and he was Mimi trying to make it. Got, you know, that was his big thing. But when the star gets murdered, it causes bad press. The show gets shut down. Yeah. So he you lose all your money. Loses there. So yeah. he's like he's using this as his way to for hopefully to get discovered again to or to find up there. find the next big star to take with it to uh, take it back off onto Broadway. That's my theory of that's what's a good, going on. I think that's a very good theory. Yeah. Uh, so during the song, <laughs> yeah. uh, Camilla and Buddy quietly enter the mess hall and just watch what's going on. And she locks eyes with this one particular camper, this dark-haired, kind of creepy-looking guy. Yeah. And the mess halls, if you... Or mysterious, whatever you think, ladies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, not everybody will pick up on these. I'm sure Sarah did. I did. Oh, my God. But the mess halls are lined with copyright-friendly yes. posters of past <laughs> musicals, such as Arkansas uh-huh. and Les Producerables. Les Producerables. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> Which is so a combination good. of the producers and Les So you get a two for one of that one. <laughs> Which are both great musicals, but by uh, themselves. I refuse to ever see Les Mis. I don't want to sit around for like three, four hours and just be depressed. <laughs> that's, well, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how good it is. Um, after the song, he introduces Artie Getz, which is this year's oh, director. Artie. Now, Artie looks like a poor man's Jason Biggs. Yes. And hell, I even thought at first glance oh. it was Jason Biggs. Oh, wow. That's a good pickup. And I'm pretty sure they could have gotten Jason Biggs. I don't think he's doing much else right now. Probably not. <laughs> and honestly, isn't Jason Biggs kind of the poor man's Jason Biggs? I... <laughs> oh, Jason Big. But oh, yes, yes, he is. You pie oh. fucker, I love you. Uh, so, yeah, what else does that dude do? I mean, he did like that silver in... Yeah, he did like the Orange... first season of Orange New Black, and he kind of disappeared. I don't know why I hate That's that. That's the most guy. recent thing. I kind of hate him. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, a lot of people like him. I just. Uh... I don't know that he gives him. He's just, he just kind of fell off. Like after American Pie, he just pff, disappeared. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, typecast. So, pie fucker. Yeah, pie fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll always be remembered in history, though. <laughs> at least he has, he'll be right? immortalized for something. Uh, he already leaves <laughs> up on the table, and he, to announce this year's musical will be The Haunting of the Opera. The Haunting of the Opera. 
and the campers applaud. Camilla's face goes white as Meat- Meatloaf turns to look at her with this kind of like, kind of like, uh huh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think what of that? What the fuck is that about? He was supposed to like love. Yeah. What was her? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mini Driver. He was supposed to be in love with Mini Driver. Isn't yeah. he? He's like loved her. It was her her producer, and like <laughs> he saw. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. What, is that? <laughs> what is that? Uh. So Buddy storms back he's in the kitchen. Asshole. He's kind of pissed off. Uh, back in the kitchen, Camilla and Buddy, they're talking about this big reveal, the big, you know, and she's trying to put a good spin on it, saying that, well, if Meatloaf thinks this can help him get back in North New York, that's good for Maybe all of us. Maybe we can get back there. Yeah, yeah, it's good for all of us. Buddy, however, is, like, not happy about this at all, and he brings up the fact that Meatloaf is not their father, and right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, why did he take... I, I never understood I, That's that. one of like, my what? questions. Like, why did he end up taking the kids? Like, aren't there why? grandparents, why get... and aunt, uncle, family? Like, Nothing? why is, like, the producer just taking the kids? I know. That seems real weird. Like, anybody yeah. anybody volunteer? <laughs> anybody want these kids? Anybody? Ah, I'll dig them. What? So, take them to camp. Make them work. Make them <laughs> work labor. in the kitchen. Like that's free the, yeah. Ch- yeah, free child labor. Ch- I got 11-year-old working you in the kitchen. You guys have to work in the kitchen. Sorry. <laughs> Can't. So that's Ca- it. <laughs> Camilla timidly mentions that maybe she can even audition for this show. Oh yeah. And again, Buddy rips on the campers, um, asking Camilla if she really wants to compete with those freaks and they're not normal. And there's no way that they would ever let her steal apart from a camper who pays to go here. By the way, that's like half the people I went to college with. Like <laughs> all those people. Like the whole first scene, I was like, I can totally relate to this. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is, these are my people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the mess hall, Artie is still addressing the campers. He tells them that oh, he will Lord. be playing the lead role of Alfonso. With, and, Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> and uh, that th- in his version, the play will take place in feudal Japan. After the big announcement, the cameras break out into a We're Here, We're Here song again. They, they, so they bring mm-hmm. it back. While in the kitchen, Cam sings, her, Camilla Cam, she sings her own version to like, uh, the picture of her mother. Right. And so it can, these two songs kind of merge into one. And after the song and dance number, it goes into like the slow motion and fades into like this dark basement where on oh. the wall are all the headshots of the campers. Yeah, I like the creepy wall. Yeah, the creep wall. Yeah. I like it too. The murder wall, I guess. The murder wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Even better. And uh, so the man, this man in black is seen entering the room. And the music takes a dramatic turn from like the happy, upbeat musical theater style to like a dark and sinister kind of undertones here. Mm-hmm. And he starts slashing across the wall of headshots with like this custom made, like round circular blade that's made from like a, a circular saw or bus saw yeah, blade. Yeah, it looks kind of like a yeah, it looks like a yeah, like you just said, like a circular blade. And he and it's like a real like it's it's getting heavier metal. Yeah, like his you can tell that the killer's theme he's, is the metal. metal. Yeah. He is the metal theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like you know saying like. Oh, uh, like shut your fucking face! And he's, you yeah. know, he's just he's. Angry. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> he just he hates this yeah. shit. He, he hates where he is. He, he does. Is, <laughs> he's a musical. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> musical. Hell. Uh, so we cut to the big big auditions, and the cameras are lined up outside the theater, like all the way around, lining the <laughs> building, waiting for their turn to audition. Camilla walks up. She walks God. past the line of campers. Uh, and we hear each one like warming up and doing vocal. I've been exercises. in that line yeah. too. I've been that person. I've been. I've been in the line. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God, you were. I knew that girl. Oh God. I, 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 I know. I hate those I girls. So, oh man, I was gonna. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was so relate to all that. <laughs> uh, so she goes up to the front line and sign up. And sitting at the sign up table was that dark haired, like creepy guy we saw there in the mess up earlier. She signed up to audition, audition for the lead of Sophia, 
and writes in that she's in bunk 23 and then takes the long <laughs> walk to the end of the line. Where, again, she bumps into the creepy guy yeah, right he there. somehow meets up with her. That's... Which, I gotta say, I love her reaction to seeing him here. Because she managed, <laughs> in this one facial expression, she managed to show confusion. And I go, what the hell? How did you get here what? so fast? Uh like and but without being over the top, exactly. And to me, it's like the one, the best, if not the best, facial expression in the whole movie. Like it's so perfectly like subtle, but yet you it conveys everything. Like and I think it's a nod, like horror movies, like like they now that okay, people seem to teleport so quickly in horror movies. And she's like, what the, what the hell did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's that is one of the things. Just like one of the themes of this movie is that there there's comedy in it, but it's really subtle. Yeah, and there were a lot of things I did not catch the first time. And I ha- when I went back and watched it a second time and maybe some parts a third time, <laughs> I caught things like like that. Like I didn't catch her facial expression at first, but then the second time I watched it, yeah, she's she's very confused. <laughs> and then she she changes it, but like what the f- what? And yeah, the, yeah, but I love it. But and he's he's kind of creepy, but also she's caught. Yeah, she's she, caught she he's caught because he confronts her about being bunk twenty three, and he's like, listen, I I I know you're the cook. I've seen you around. Uh, he's like, I can't let you audition because I'll get you in trouble. I just can't do it. Uh, Cam pleads with him, telling him that she'll say she snuck in and out and went no scene. Mm-hmm. And here we, this guy, we learned this guy's name is Joel. So creepy guy is Joel. Where are the rest of the camp counselors? Sidebar. Side note. Where? I don't know if there are any actual counselors. Like all the campers, like. Just, they just take care of themselves? Yeah, I th- that seems to be it. Like well, the they... only two staff members seem to be uh, Camilla and Buddy and then Meatloaf. Well, so then why is, so then Joel, like, do the older campers just, because there are some, there, it's like a wide range. There's yeah, like it's some like older grade teenagers. school up to high school. Yeah. Yeah. And, but like 90% of them are like grade school to junior high but level. But they talk about like signing up for classes. It's time to sign up yeah. for class. Yeah. That's in the sun, but you, yeah. there's never any instructors. No, it's just never... like, you have like the lighting guy and the costume girl, but they're not teaching. They're, they're Nobody's the campers. Being taught. Yeah, they're like, a camper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they just know, how, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's there's... like, I, that's, that's a good point I even thinking about too. You brought up like, yeah, there's like no counselors or instructors at this camp at no. all. Um, but Joel is. It's basically getting Meatloaf saying, "Hey, let me get some free labor to put on a show that I don't have to pay anybody exactly. to do." Exactly. <laughs> we'll put these like young kids in charge of this, and yeah, it's all volunteer. And if it sucks, I can blame the kids because they're kids. And if it's great, I can take all the credit for it. I guess. It's uh, real. So it's nonprofit like, hey, arts for you yeah. folks. Cam's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, "Hey, if you do this for me, I owe you one." And she's like, "He he gives it." Yeah. Um, now we cut to the redheaded Liz Silver exiting her audition oh, Liz. Uh, with the stage, uh, <laughs> with the stage manager David. Yeah. Uh, now David is the guy from the opening song that where he that clip we started, that I'm gay, I'm gay, I really, I'm actually gay. He's actually gay. That's yeah, David. He's stage manager. Um. So, <laughs> which is and perfect. Liz Silver is kind of like this prima, the prima donna of the camper. She's the girl who's like. Always used to get in the, the leading roles yeah, and like be the, the big shot. Mm-hmm. So Joel tells David that there's one last edition, lets Cam go in, and not happy about this is Liz as she storms off down the stairs. On the stage, Cam sings a song, and even though the words are different, the music sounds exactly like the Angel Music song uh-huh, from Family Apple. Uh-huh. At least like the opening bars. It like totally there's so does. many like it's almost, one fraction of like a, we're like we stopped at the last possible point before it becomes it's like yeah they knew it's like they knew exactly where the line was yeah. and they went right up to the line yeah. and, and then, then that stopped. was it and yeah. then they changed the key and they or do like, like they went do off it several a different... times oh the yeah movie. it's good though it is good <laughs> uh, uh so yeah so basically she sings angel music <laughs> or basically. their version of yeah. it yeah yeah and of course Artie is 
mesmerized by Cam. While yeah. backstage, Joel sings about his love for Cam, so even though like, he just music. met her. Yeah. Uh, and he sings about how he's been watching her from a distance and how he mustn't lose her and that he that he will somehow make her his and like real creepy stuff here. And he's like climbing up. You can tell he's also like the lighting he's, backstage He's the light guy. guy. He's the yeah. light guy. He's yeah. always up in the rafters hanging lights and doing something yeah. lights. He's the light guy. Um, so while we see, we, we see Joel watching Cam from up in like the lighting catwalk and she hits the big uh, finale of the play's main song, Forever Haunted. Yeah. Uh, and Liz comes storming in after, after and followed by Meatloaf and, and Riz... She's totally told on it. Yeah, so she Liz just told ratted on him it. out, ratted her out, and uh, Meatloaf tells Cam that she that she has to go because dinner's at five. So right. you, you better get to You're work. You're a cook. You're, You're just a cook. Yeah, pretty much. But Meatloaf goes on to remind Cam that the camp policy about staff not being allowed to be involved. Right. She begs and pleads and is like citing that her mother would be so proud of her for taking on the role that she made famous. Yeah, she's slightly manipulative. I mean, she yeah. kind of knows what she's doing. Yo, she, yeah, she ain't no she, dummy. She knows how to pull the strings she's when it needs dummy. to be. Yeah, it's not the yeah. first. This is mm-hmm. the last time she does it. Yep. Uh, she, so Meat, Meat, Meat caves in and says that uh, he will allow the audition, but Cam well, has to be treated like every other camper to honor the process. Yeah, there's a process. Did you also? I loved how the whole interaction between him, he and Artie, like when he walks in and this whole thing is going on, Artie is like, hey, 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 didn't you tell me that I get all of the artistic director? Yeah, artistic, yeah, creative and whatever. Like the whole time he's saying that, Meatloaf is shushing him like a baby. Like, (laughs) not just like, hey, shut up. Like, he's like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> He's got a baby. I mean, sh- so you can do it. You can- I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, he's like, I'll allow the audition. Your say. mother's role. That's exactly what you wanted. Uh, so Liz again, so not happy. She storms out, pissed off. Is already. Oh w- man. Already gives Cam a little wink. Um, so we cut the Cam outside, uh, crying like happy tears or something yeah. like that, as this creepy old. The camp caretaker yeah, watches on for me, Butcher. He's like the only other guy. Like, he's the only other like, adult in the. But like, we never know. Like we don't know who he is, though. He's just a caretaker. Like, he goes he's around. He's guy. like the janitor caretaker. He's always trimming bushes with like these giant hedge trimmers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Putting away, throwing away trash. Yeah. So we go to the next morning. All the campers are gathered around, eagerly awaiting the post on the cast list. Yeah. Uh, which I remember that those days, and it sucks. Uh, the, yep. Finally, the cast is hung for all to see, <laughs> and a hush falls over the crowd as Cam approaches, and she looks at the list and finds that she has been cast as the lead role, Sophia, but so has Liz Silver. She's, yeah, they're going to be sharing the role, and the what opera ghost. Yeah, the opera ghost is going to be played by Sam, and Cam turns and walks away. All the campers still in silence, watch her and leave. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my god, that's her and blah blah. <gasps> They're a fan. I tell you what, gossipy, jealous theater bitches. I'm oh, sorry, it's, it's for so real. Yep, oh, it's, it's real so thing. clicky. Oh. So clicky. Um, Until you get, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until you get on the next show, and it's somebody else. And it's uh, so we join up with Cam, meet up with Buddy, who is not thrilled about Cam being cast. Because also one, it means more work for him in the kitchen yeah. to make up for her not being there. And since there's only two cooks, only two people that work his entire <laughs> camp anyway, it's basically now him doing everything. He's constantly getting screwed. He I is. Feel. Screwed. Poor guy, buddy. Uh, back in the group of campers, one of the older high school girls tells the group about how Roger, aka Meatloaf, took Cam and her brother in after their mother was killed, 
And then Gay <laughs> David chimes in that their mother, Kylie, slept with so many people on oh, Broadway yeah. that she was called the Great White Lay. The Great lay. White Lay. Yep. For the... <laughs> <laughs> God. So, Buddy and Cam then enter the kitchen, put on their aprons, so they you know, start getting the meals ready. Yep. When they notice that the pantry door is open, and the picture of their mother has been vandalized with a giant red X painted through oh, their face and yeah. through the picture. Camilla freaks out. Oh, she, yeah, she yeah. does. She flips out. She runs over there frantically trying to rub and remove the red X, but doing so, she accidentally rips the picture uh, and like I guess in this moment of like hopelessness, she she completely rips in the picture yeah. all the way, but she's able to keep like the upper third part, which is like the the part that actually has the has song, the, yeah, it's that the has part like that, that has rid, that. the autograph on, and yeah. like most of her mother's head, her face, face, yeah. Do you notice that Buddy does not seem as upset about his mother's death the whole time? He's just huh. kind of like, eh, whatever. And she's obviously like still very affected by yeah. it. She's trying to find who she is and all i, I guess he's maybe like, he's maybe whatever. he's upset that mom never made gave him an autograph or something whatever I don't know. mom but so, dead yeah. <laughs> know, just, she's freaking out and he's like eh. so we go back to the dark basin where the man in black picks up a guitar while Ooh, snarling yeah. and wiping what looks like blood across the wall of headshots totally creepy and again yeah. he's like he's singing like you people make me sick and he's like just rocking out uh-huh um and yeah. it's a very short scene yeah, and can I just say though, like it was really, really cool, and I was really into it until he picked up the guitar. <laughs> yes, yeah, so then he picks up this car and I, this guitar, and I'm like, what? Any, any? It's so all of a sudden he starts to get a little bit cartoony. Did you notice that? Like it, it kind of gets a little. His mm. image gets a little bit more rock opera ish, like. Well, this, this scene, I'd not so much because like he picked. They show him picking up the guitar. But they never, at this point, they don't show him playing it or doing anything with it. Just, you just see him pick it up, and then he's like, wipes blood on the wall and says, you people make me sick, and that's the end of the scene. He so he's not really doing anything with the guitar yet. I don't know. I just felt, I don't something something weird happened there, and I <laughs> to me, I was like, I went up and down with this movie where I was like, this is really creepy, and then I was like, eh, this is stupid. And then I was like, oh, God, this is really horrible again. Oh. Just like the theater, it was a roller coaster <laughs> of an like emotions for me. <laughs> <laughs> life imitates art i guess that's exactly life. it that's right uh, so we Getting go deep to, today <laughs> yeah we are so we go to meatloaf's office where he's making uh these phone calls to all these broadway agents and mm-hmm. scouts but he gets he gets he never gets past receptionists who keep telling him like oh we'll have to return your call later and he never gets through to anyone i, I love she goes <laughs> she goes showcase of the what <laughs> Did you say camp? Is it, camp. Yeah, camp. Like, yeah, he'll have to, to call you back. Like, yeah, yeah quick. Uh, so Poor guy. While he's making these calls, we see him looking through all these this stack of bills that he's all behind on and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're just, you know, kind of giving backstory there that he's in debt. So now we jump to the first rehearsal. Maybe where, that's why there's no counselors there. <laughs> can't afford them. Yeah. Um, again, like, both of my theory that he just get free labor from the campers. Right, whatever. Um, now we go to the first rehearsal, which is the shortest rehearsal i've ever experienced in my life <laughs> yeah because here's basically the entire rehearsal uh cam walks in she's handed her script joins like the others as david mm-hmm. introduces himself as a stage manager and he'll do whatever it takes to make the show go on except for getting on stage because he has stage fright stage fright up next is Artie, who makes you know is still pretentious entrance oh god and he's always he's wearing like this leather like fedora thing this whole time or weird hat i'm sure it's not it's not an actual fedora but it's some weird 
It's one of those things that young guys do to try to make themselves look like older and more distinguished. Yeah. It's like, you know, like young guys smoking a pipe or, you know, like I'm like wearing a beret. Oh, God. Do you? (laughs) Did I just mess you up? (laughs) I'm crying. Like I smoked a pipe for years. Yeah, but did you do it to look cool in front of chicks? No. Okay. Well, then that's different. No, I'm not a hipster. No, okay. Ironically. Okay. Okay. Um, See, we're saved. I'm <laughs> saved. <laughs> Jeez. And the only time I ever wore, wore bray was in the army. So well, then I get a that's, pass on that. And one. that's different. That's manly. Um, so anyway, he so, wears a stupid this, douchey this really hat. Stupid douchey hat. <laughs> and again, he reminds me that be, the show takes place in feudal Japan and will be done with the kabuki style makeup. <laughs> I love the joke. He's like, he's like, so what would be a style uh, of of oh, Japanese Sam, yeah. theater? And Sam's no, like, no, like what, what's what's like. Where they cover their faces in white. Yeah, and he goes bukaki. Yeah, <laughs> kabuki, kabuki. I just let it's again another subtle joke that I just yeah. Uh, no, bukaki. that was a good one. I I, I didn't write that down because I was like, I'm pretty sure Sarah will remember that. So <laughs> bukaki, you know me, you know me. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, so Whitney, the costume girl, brings out something covered in a cloth. Yeah. Ari rips the cloth off to reveal it's their version of the opera ghost, the mask. Which really reminds me of like Sting's face paint when he became yes. like Crow Sting. Yes, like it's very Crow Sting esque, and uh, only this mask has like a top knot, a, ta- a samurai like top knot attached yeah. to it type thing. It kind of, yes, yeah. I can't. Say, I want to say more, but I'm afraid to say anything now about this because <laughs> I don't want to describe something that's going to happen in the future. Okay, so, but All I right. don't. What I don't understand is how is she not tripping out when she's like Cam? How is Cam? not having like some serious PTSD right now sitting there on the stage when they reveal the mask it's very dramatic and it's a very dramatic like, I guess the only thing that maybe I mean if we're going to be real, try to think realistic about this is that the mask is so vastly different, different? than the original one she saw as a kid guess, that it yeah. doesn't really doesn't relate a whole lot I'd be tripping <laughs> so the cast claps you know applause for this and Cam notices that Liz has red paints on her hands. Oh, that snivy, that shady bitch. Oh. And then the cast is just dismissed. Insecurity. So yeah. that's the entire first rehearsal. Like, here's your ya. script. Here's the mask. Out of here. Oh, by the way, be off book by Thursday. By Thursday. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Let's not, no, yeah, there's no blocking. No there's blocking. No, not even a read through. Nothing. That's normally what happens. I just, first yeah. rehearsal is normally always like, you read a read through. through, a read through, and yeah. then and maybe blocking. But mostly, it's just read through. Second rehearsal, start blocking everything else. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. So Artie asks Cam to stay back, and he leads her backstage as Joel watches on from his shadowy perches or wherever he's mm-hmm. at. And so Artie takes Cam into one of the back dressing rooms. Or I guess it's Artie's dressing room, and uh, asks him if he and she's asking him if she if he already knows who's going to be <laughs> Sophia on opening night. Yeah. And Ari pulls out like this mini oh. stage, like it looked almost like a puppet, like a theater it's a pu- puppet. Yeah, it's a little puppet stage, and, like a uh, mini stage. He pulls back the curtains to reveal two martini glasses. He takes what? one, offers the other to Cam. What which... kind of pervy player Thank you. serves martinis to an underage girl? Thank you, because like, her at this point, uncle she... owns the camp. Yes, <laughs> not even the uncle, like or whatever. Really, yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, but I think Meatloaf because like, Uncle Meatloaf. It's only 10 years. So that girl, like I said, if she, she's 10, she would be 18 by now, maybe. Maybe. So, I mean, she's, one, she's underage by several years. And yeah. so you're offering this girl martinis, an 18-year-old girl martinis, and to make it even 
creepier. Like as soon as he hands her the glass, he leans in to start making out. Like yeah. he goes straight for the kiss. He goes straight for it. There's Not, no there's play. no small talk. No, there's nothing. nothing. Here's no. alcohol. Kiss me. You rapey bastard. Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, she leans, you know, leans away from him, as, but tries to like smooth things over by saying that, hey, you know, we have to kiss in the show, uh, and I don't want to ruin the magic of the moment. Yeah, I don't you know, that ruin mo- the magic. that first moment. Yeah. yeah. So Which I thought was good. Good job, sister. Yeah. Good job of trying to avoid. Yeah. So Artie gets up to leave, and Cam asks her one more time, if, like, who's going to be playing Sophia open night? And mm-hmm. he responds by saying, well, he wouldn't want to take away from the magic of the moment. And right. Just leave. Asshole. Yeah. So obviously, he's laying it down that if you don't give me what I want, then what's her? He's, the real, he's yeah. the real casting couch type of director. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is really creepy to see the uh, fact that he's at a camp for like school kids. Yeah. 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 I Again, we don't really know the age range of these. You gotta be high school. It's got, I mean, yeah, you gotta think that it's high school. Yeah. I mean, they're certainly not college because they will be there with, I mean, yeah, it's gotta be uh, high, yeah. high So now we cut to like this montage of the cast rehearsing Next and musical. the crew working. On getting everything ready, and this montage, oh my I, god, I, I, I'm using air quotes in a montage is like seriously, it's like a 10 to 15 minute montage, and it counts down the days to opening night. Yeah, and during it, you know, it shows the battle between Liz and Cam going back and forth, each one trying to gain the upper hand on mm-hmm. who's gonna be Sophia. And in between, like the montage and the songs, there's, there's little scenes that kind of break you down here and there. Um, like one is uh, Joel asking Cam if she would like to come to Bunk Tens. Night of Sodomheim, <laughs> Sodomheim, or yeah, the music guy, and uh, then Sonheim. I don't Sondheim. know. Yeah, yeah. Sonheim. Thank you. I don't. He yeah. He definitely asked her on a date. Yeah, basically a date. It's like all this music interspersed with dialogues. Yeah, that kind of move the story along but it's over so, over the course of twenty days. Yeah, that would have like, like twenty days. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And but it's still, it's still it's basically kind of a giant montage, kind of almost like Eye of the Tiger, but a yeah. little creepier. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see Joel spying on Cam through a door. And we yeah, also, what? Yeah, what? Because <laughs> uh, Cam is like kissing on Artie because she's dev- she's dressing sluttier and sluttier yeah, in like every single scene. She, too. I, she, I didn't even think about that twenty, but now you mentioned she does. She starts wearing very practical, and then she starts wearing like. Kind of tank tops, shorts, a mid with shorter shorts. Like she's, uh-huh. she's starting to, yeah. Do you know it's like in the so like in the first scene when we see her in the kitchen, she looks kind of like Cinderella, like her hair's back in a ratty ponytail, yeah. and she's all messed up looking. That's a great, re- yeah. She is very Cinderella. And then as soon as, yeah, as soon as she starts like trying to impress Artie, like very her gunner. hair is like very, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, um, she's working it. She's, yeah, that's a great. It. Oh my god, that's a great. Uh, hey, great thing to think. I even think that Cinderella reference. That's Camilla, wonderful. Camilla, she comes um, by it honestly. She knows. So, what was one of the very young camper little girls? She comes up asking for Cam's autographed. While we see Liz, Liz in the foreground bitching and complaining, being catty, you know, to the oh, Canadian God. idol girl. Oh my God! Which is so funny because she like tells this alt alto joke. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Which I'm Again, sorry if you were ever inside joke. Yeah. Like it, only like the music theater and music would actually get that if, joke. Yes. But it's, if you were ever in choir, you would understand that sopranos hated altos and altos did. Didn't sopranos, like sopranos always seem to be like the pre, to me yes. sopranos were like the prima donna. I'm yes. a soprano. I'm, I'm a soprano. soprano. I'm, the, I, I'm the best. I can sing the highest, and yeah. we and we as altos because I used to be an alto. As altos used to say, like just because you can sing high doesn't mean you can sing good. Like <laughs> so, there was like you know the little animosity. But she says like, why am I even talking to you? You're not going to understand. You're just an alto. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh bitch. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I got into it. it like, oh, God, this brings back memories. I loved it. I, loved I was it. never, a mu- I can't sing with a shit. I'm telling you, but I knew I was in theater in college. Mm-hmm. So I was always around the musical, you the, knew. the musical theater people because I had to be around them. Um, but yeah, so I, I got it all. And so one of my favorite parts of this extended montage is uh, when the set construction kid who's, who does oh, his yeah. leather face impersonation, because <laughs> there's a lot of like, references and not, yes. to, uh, not just musicals but horror movies horror there's so movies many yeah. things in this movie to kind of keep an eye out for and because he's in the shop he, he's working and he's got this buzz saw and he's, he's a kid's dressed in a white shirt with tie yeah. with the brown apron on and he does like his, his leather face chainsaw dance only with a yeah, buzz saw instead that's right and he streams like ah he starts like sawing wood i loved that so it's intense. We go back to Cam and Artie. They're making out on the couch in the dressing oh, room. Yeah. Again, she stops it. Ari's upset again because uh, she keeps she gives Ari blue balls like three times in this oh, movie. Oh my god! Yeah. He buttons but, up, he buttons up his pants, which you know, good for her. Like she, you can't keep Ari's just a sleazy asshole, but you know, whatever. Uh, the Cam cuts away. Well, the, the, like yeah, don't we like? Oh, I'm sorry. I got really confused because Artie goes back to Cam. Cam's during the whole, sorry to go back, but during the whole montage, Cam is, Camilla is like on the sidelines as Liz is getting all the part. Yeah. And like at one point, Camilla kind of does something really smart that plays on Artie and Artie, all Artie has to do is like wrap his arms around Camilla. And then he's like, take five, Liz. Yeah. Like, damn, you make some serious decisions with your dick. Yeah, like, he does. You, like, That's really? all he does. That's no, all he does. Yeah. So... Yeah, so, yeah, let's, so let's talk. Actually, let's talk about it because that comes back later. Because that okay. scene, there's a scene where in the play, the uh, uh, Sophia character is singing, like, you know, Take Me Now, Master. Take Me Now, Master. And she's yeah. staying there, f- facing, facing out towards the arms, and her arms yeah. wide. And the, the phantom or the ghost, whatever, is supposed to come up behind her and, like, wrap his arms around her, like, in this. Instead embrace. of Alfonso. Yeah, yeah, instead of Alfonso. And so Sam is rehearsing the scene with Liz, and Sam just can't, <laughs> can't seem to get it. it right. Musicals make this guy way too gay. Yeah, he way just too can't gay. Can't get do it. it. Nope. So <laughs> can't find Cam Sinner's like, sounds like, hey, Ari, why don't you show him what you mean on me? On me. So she stands up and gets in front of him. Mm-hmm. He, Ari comes up and is like wrapping his arms around, like kind of feeling her up. Yeah. And, she, and then he's like, yeah, take five, everybody. Take five, everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> way to be subtle, Artie. Yeah, real <laughs> subtle. Like everybody else should be calling like, Child service, like, uh, yeah, we got some going on. seriously going, going on. going on here. Get special victim unit out here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mariska Hargit, you need to yeah. be out of here this camp. Uh, and beyond that, she is so, Camilla is so surrounded by, like, creepers in that whole thing, too. Like, between that scene with Artie being creepy and, like, making out with Artie and Joel spying on her, and then you get the creepy hillbilly again. Yeah, the, yeah, and, the, like, the, the caretaker's always looking on, too. It's just, like, everybody, and Meatloaf, is Meatloaf in any of that? I don't know. No, I don't no, see okay. a whole lot of him during okay. this part. Um, but, so, yeah, Artie, like ah. I said, they're back making out. She stops, Artie buns up his pants, and she then as them. soon as that happens, we go right back to Liz, who is now t- retaking her... Pl- on stage uh-huh. singing, see me taking the lead in the competition because Ari's like, well, she didn't put it out, so she's back on the she's bench. Back on the Liz, bench. you're back in. What's Liz been doing? I want to know. Hmm. Uh, well, there's one scene. I don't know if, if maybe it happened already or if, or if I it come up, but there's a scene where they show like Cam walks into rehearsal and finds Ari making out Liz on oh, stage. Oh, that's right. Like, rehearsing, rehearsing their kiss. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and apparently they have a history because at the, that very beginning scene in the, in the mess hall when they're announcing oh, the place, like, right. when Arya says like, "Yeah, and I'm going to play the lead again," and Liz like, he probably just wants to make out. He with just me wants again. to make out with me. Yeah, 
He's supposed to make out. Uh, so he's a perv. Yeah. He, yeah. Okay. So uh, during a rehearsal, Meatloaf comes in asking how the show is going. Ari tells him that it's genius, that, that he, he himself is a genius. So mm-hmm. at this point, Ari kind of thinks of himself as like the Kanye West of musical theater. Oh, God. Like, Whatever that means. I'm a genius. What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's a loony. Fuck Kanye West. I'm oh, sorry. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Uh, that guy. Uh, anyway, back on track. Meatloaf tells Ari that Victor Brady has already reserved his seats for the opening night. Now, Brady is supposed to be one of the Broadway big right. shots, big wigs. Um, so. But we cut back to three days before opening night, and Meatloaf is on the phone trying to reach Victor Brady, again being told by receptionists that he will have to return his call, and he gets hung up on. So That's he kind of so lied about rough. that. Yeah, he's he totally, lying. he bluffed. He's, he's, he's getting a little bit more desperate and desperate. Yeah, he, more, he's more, more unraveled yeah, as, the, as time goes on. Yes. So the montage, which is still going on, by the way, <laughs> takes yeah, us all the way up to uh, day one, one day before opening night. One day. And Cam's on stage singing, and we see behind her backstage both creepy caretaker Joel, creepy care, creepy caretaker and Joel Being watching her Joel. as they go about their what jobs. What the hell is everybody watching? Her? Everybody's just like got the hots for Cam apparently, man. They, oh, they want to get in those pants. I mean, panties. she's hot, but damn. Yeah, she, she's right. a pretty girl. So anyway, yeah, Artie yeah. is uh, he he's up in the rafters hanging another lipsoidal light. Ha ha ha. There we go. Terminology. Oh. Terminology. Ellipsoidal. They don't How use a whole lot of Fresnel lights because I was a theater guy. Oh, you I was were? a tech okay. theater guy. Ellipsoidal okay. lights and Fresnels and all that. He, he, he's hanging ellipsoidals. Uh, the wow. big, big camp. And uh, he's up there That's singing right. like, "I'll never let him steal her away from me." And I, you know, blah blah blah. I love her. He's singing she's all this fine. stuff. And um, after rehearsal, Cam enters Ari's dressing room again, yeah. asking if he's made his decision about who will play Sophia on opening night. I mean, it's one night away. Yeah. Artie is holding out. Yeah, he is. Damn. Uh, but, but he's, like, not wanting to deal with this anymore. Yeah. Uh, since uh, she doesn't want, uh, since Cam doesn't want to put out, mm-hmm. uh, he, he just gets up to leave, but she stops and says, hey, you know, and like, she says she wants to, I mean, she wants to sleep with him, but when the night is right, as in, uh, yeah, then when they get picked up on Broadway, so they will have something to like celebrate. Like, could just celebrate. She is trying to play that game. Yeah. He, and then he starts making out with her, like, kissing her, like, he's getting into it, like, he believes yeah, her. Yeah, because he's like, I was beginning to think oh. you didn't have, they start making out, and like, I yeah. didn't, I was beginning to think you didn't have what it takes to be the lead. And uh, they kiss some more, but then he says, now I know for sure you don't. You don't diss. Yeah, he, oh, he turns he calls her bluff. and just exits the room. Shit. I just wrote down, shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, that asshole. Like, you know what she, you know what he's doing? Yeah. yeah oh, you yeah. know it. Yeah. Uh, so leaving a very <laughs> stunned and shocked and confused uh, Cam to stand there alone, uh, she turns around and she finds a, a, spots a framed newspaper article on the wall that reads, Center yeah. Stage Alums Set for Broadway Debut. Talent scouts scoop young actors from Limelight Showcase. And the Limelight Showcase is the name for, like, the big camp production right. at the end of the camp or whatever. Right. So she sees it like, oh, well, shit, this actually could work. You know, I get, maybe I actually have to I do something. I need to do this, So yeah. she calls out, wait! Just wait. Ari reenters the room. She strips off her shirt <sighs> and her bra, but it's all from the back, so you don't see any boobs. No boobs are seen. No boobs. And Which sucks. She looks like she would yeah, have some really nice I'm- ones. I was uh, kind of upset about that. With I mean, yeah. I don't know it's a spoofy movie it's a or whatever. Spoof, but... I get it. But uh, are you like okay? Yeah. Now he closes the door. They make out, lowering themselves onto the couch. Mm-hmm. The hey. camera changes angles to show someone wearing black gloves quietly opening the dressing room door crack, 
and looking in is Artie is on top of Cam, making it on the couch. All I can think at this point is, is somebody going to die soon? <laughs> yeah, you know, for because a horror movie, like, it's like it's been, there's been no real scares or yeah. jump scares. It's just all building up more. This has been more like high school music. I've never seen it, but like very, I It's very much like, yeah, it's very like much like that. And it's... It, like, w- especially since we had such a huge kill, At like, such a crazy, yeah. huge graphic kill in the beginning. Then, like you said, for no, like, jumps or no nothing that is really enticing you psychologically. All they're doing psychologically. setting up, like, they're you know, the, 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 is it Joel? Is it the creepy caretaker? Is yeah. it, you know, they're through setting song. up all these red herrings and setting <laughs> up all song. These, uh, yeah, through song. Um, so the gloved hand closes the door. Cam comes to her senses, covers herself up with her arms. Yeah, finally. And then asks, are like, are you going to be mad at me if I go back to my bunk now? Yeah, she just doesn't want to have sex, man. Yeah. She doesn't want to do it. And then Ari chimes back with, are you going to be mad at me if I put Liz on stage tomorrow night? And she, so Cam gets dressed, storms out of yes. the room. And finally. Artie shouts out sarcastically, really, it's a tough decision. Oh. Don't worry, I'll lock up. Yeah. You know, like just oh, be yeah. like mm-hmm. real dick you're the director yeah like have some professionalism dude <laughs> like come on um he, you know so he's pouring his pants up and he hears a thud coming from out I, in the stage yeah, i was gonna say what does he even hear i couldn't Here's i tried to it's okay like a, it's like a something like that well he seems really concerned about it yeah and i was like over, i didn't even hear anything yeah, yeah. really concerned about which over really was nothing which I'm, the, the fact that he's still concerned about it is really kind of hard to believe it's like you're in a stage where people are working on sets, all and right. like, there's gonna be noise, like does knock. He's like, and she yeah. just walked out. Yeah, I mean, exactly. she just walked out. For all he knows, it could just have been her like closing a the wall door, or, you know, yeah, angry and punching the wall. So, anyway, so he hears like this deep whispering voice calling his mm. name, and he Artie. finds himself. Artie. He finds no, no like, <laughs> adding ambiance to it. He finds himself on the stage, and then all of a sudden, when two of the lights pop on, mm-hmm. and he's like in a spotlight. And on the stage with Ari is a single skinny lamppost with a, like an uncovered light bulb. Thing. Which Joel placed there earlier. Yes, we see Joel placing that lit- During earlier. the song. During the song. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of song. Um, Ari is looking up into the rafters <laughs> when suddenly one of the lights falls. He's nearly able to move out of the way as of the falling ellipsoidal. Then a second <laughs> one fall, falls. Again, he manages to nearly dodge out of the way. And then it starts raining stage lights yeah. as the man in black, we see him up in the rafters, like drops one after another. And who is it? Is it Joel? We you, don't know. Yeah, you would we think so because he's the only one we see up on the rafters yeah. so far. Uh, he knows about those, what are they? Lipsoidals. <laughs> yeah. And to me, I'm thinking, oh God, those are so expensive. That's so expensive. <laughs> Stop doing that. Stop it. Ah! Those are so much money. <laughs> so, <laughs> double for now, doing? they're cheaper. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, so Artie can only he Artie can only dodge him for so long before like the C clamp and uh, oh uh, yeah light goes through his foot. It just clamps and right down, pins him to the stage. Like his foot is pinned into the stage now, and it looks pretty. It's graphic looking. It's it really is. Good. I like that. I like, like how effect. they do that in this movie. They really show a lot of the graphic effects very up close. It's like they don't try to hide them or no. use a lot of camera cr- camera, camera tricks. Tr- no, except there isn't. This is the first time since the opening scene we've had any kind of real scare, any blood. Yeah. So there hasn't been a whole lot of it, but when they do do it, they do it it's right. Really it's really good. good. Yeah. Um, it makes up for the waiting. So now the music picks up right now. So yeah. it's picking up as the light comes on and the, uh, light comes on and, and backlit 
uh, stands the killer in there all black, wearing the opera ghost mask and welding his two custom-made circular blades. Yeah, and it's very and, and you hear that metal rock theme again. Yeah, exactly. It's at very this point, tenacious it turns, D. It's, as soon as yeah. he's here, as soon as the, the uh, killer appears, it goes very metal. Yeah, and uh, the killer gets face to face with Artie. Who's like trying to lean back and away, but the more he leans away, the more his foot actually starts uh, to like rip in half uh, uh, from the C clamp that's pinning it to the floor. So the killer backs good. up a bit and then snarls, "Break a leg!" and then kicks Artie <laughs> in the chest, sends him flying backwards, and his foot gets just ripped it in just half. It just falls apart. Yeah, it, it just, just rips right apart. Which again looks pretty good. It looks I really mean, good. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, for a, a leg. Half, yeah. awesome. So Artie <laughs> scrambles to one of the fallen lights and he grabs, he swings at the killer, knocking him down. Yep. And then he looks over to see a large box labeled Swords, swords. as a chorus <laughs> softly sings, oh, Hallelujah! <laughs> hallelujah! <laughs> yeah. uh, so he like crawls <laughs> over to the swords. <laughs> he crawls over to the box, he gets the lid open, and he's, he like reaches Monty in to grab the sword and but the killer then suddenly just pops up, slams the lid closed, which severs <laughs> every finger. Oh. Not just man, but all of his fingers on the hand are yeah. severed off. Clean, cut, clean off. <laughs> no sword for you, Artie. Nope. No sword for you. <laughs> I'd the, feel bad if you weren't such a douchebag. Exactly. Like this one, you're like, yeah, kill this asshole. <laughs> the killer drags Artie over to the skinny lamppost where he forces open Artie's mouth. And then right. he forces Artie's face down making the making him uh basically eat, forcing him to eat the light eat bulb the like light the bulb, light bulb yeah. out in his mouth but like the whole socket and everything yeah. like he has his lips wrapped around it yeah and he's oh yeah he's deep throwing this light bulb mm-hmm. and the killer yeah, then turns basically. on the light and we hear the sound of like the light burning Ari's mouth from him. the inside oh he's getting zapped smoke's coming out of his mouth uh, as we hear the high pitched like this high pitched squealing noise of like it's like burning and sizzling uh-huh. The killer takes a step, one step back, and then uses both hands. He punches the oh. side of Artie's face, shattering the light bulb inside his mouth. Oh. Artie begins to twitch as he's getting like electrocuted. Oh, yep. The killer just shoves Artie's dead body to the ground where we see his now burnt and charred face. And uh, the killer then uh. let loose a heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> as the screen goes black. It's <laughs> ah, awesome. Uh, it was so, so much of... Let's, can we talk about the killer really quick? So now that we've seen him. Yeah. So his mask is, you know, like this. It's very reminiscent of the Kabuki. Or Bukaki. The <laughs> Kabuki mask. But I thought it was kind of like Kiss meets Saw because, like, the mouth oh actually God, moves. Awesome. Like, did you notice that, did like. the mouth move on The that mouth one? on his. On that mask. On moved. his mask actually, like, went up and. It was very huh. Kiss slash. And oh, he my, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Like, but yeah, Kiss and. You're, it was, oh, that's genius, so, yeah. Sarah. But it reminded me, the music, his whole theme, everything so... Thank you. I'm sorry, you. I, I got Thank this, you. That, I, that toy no, it did, eclipsed I my thought, like, Saul meets Kiss. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, because it was that horror meets metal. And it reminded me of uh, Tenacious D. Have you ever seen uh, Pick of Destiny? Yes. God, yes. It, like, the whole... Like, everything that he sang reminded me of, like, what the devil sings in The Pick of Destiny. And it was just, I was like, wow, these guys are really influenced by, like, Ronnie James Dio. I don't know. Like, but, it, yeah, so I, I liked, I, he was kind of cartoonish, but it was really 
graphic. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it, too. Uh, so we cut the Cam waking up in bed all sweaty again, just like we saw before. Yeah. She goes outside she's to find... She's sweaty a lot. She... Yeah, she, she's, she has, like, night terrors or no, meat sweats she's or something. She's been through some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meat sweats. Meat sweats. <laughs> it's meat loaf. Bacon. <laughs> meat loaf. <laughs> the meat loaf sweats. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, so <laughs> she, she goes outside to find meat loaf trying to calm down all the campers and tells the campers that there's been an accident. Some shit is going on. There's been an accident. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Cam makes her way through the crowd <laughs> of campers and we can hear whispers of, I heard a light fell, fell on him. I heard his uh-huh. foot was ripped in half. Joel shows up and tells Cam that, that Bunk Eight campers found already in pieces, in pieces. This, this, on the stage this morning. But it was just an accident. Yeah, but it was <laughs> just, just an accident. Just an accident. Already accidentally just cut himself into pieces. <laughs> oh, man. He just fell apart. <laughs> Artie's fun. Couldn't take the pressure. <laughs> he crumbled underneath the pressure. <laughs> Joel goes on to say that Meatloaf is calling an accident, but, uh, but Sam's costume is still missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked her if she thinks this is connected to her mother. Could and, the show be cursed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Joel says that there's uh, someone out there who really doesn't want Meatloaf to put on this play. Mm-hmm. Buddy shows up now, and he and Cam hug, and the next thing you know, the two of them are sitting on the dock uh, on the lake yeah. uh, talking about the killing and the show and how Cam thinks about her mom a lot, and they're just having like, a heart heart, and she goes on to say that when she was on stage singing her mother's songs that she felt for the first time that maybe this is what she's supposed to do. Yeah. And Buddy tells her that he saw her rehearse and that she's really good. Uh, but then Cam kind of changes her tone and says, you know, I just want to get away from here. I want to get away from, from camp, this. the play, from everything. And then Buddy's like, all right, let's go. And like, yeah, let's just get leave. the F out of there. Go. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, the guy that she was just about to have sex with that she denied. Mm hmm. Five minutes later, ends up in pieces or what? He, I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, one foot, his foot is one way, and his fingers are over there. There's pieces. I mean, there's pieces of him laying around the stage in the sword box and whatnot. So uh, get that, get the fuck out of there. (laughs) Listen to Buddy, (laughs) do it. Uh, So we cut the cameras outside of Milo's office now, crowded around the door, trying to get in so they can use the payphone to call home. And Milo's in on the other side, fighting them back and trying to force them back outside. <laughs> Tell him, like, the wait, wait, he needs to call the oh, sheriff. This. And the next shot, he's at his desk looking at the number for the sheriff, but he's like, slams down the phone. He's like, fuck, fuck, like, not, he's like, he's not doing it. Yep. But as soon as the phone hits the receiver, it rings and making Meatloaf like jump. jump. What the fuck? Like, what the shit? He answers the phone and it's Victor Brady uh, from 40 Second Street Productions, the big shot. And Bray wants to know more about the showcase. And in comes Cam, wanting to talk to Meatloaf. Meatloaf waves her off, like, don't talk to me now. As Bray mm-hmm. goes on to say that he, uh, he, that he felt that if it wasn't for Callie Swanson's murder, the, the original show would have run for much really longer than it did. It had a great run. Meatloaf looks up to say that we have the perfect successor, successor her daughter, and then Bray's like, oh, what a okay. manipulative asshole. Yeah. Like, and Bray's like, all right, I'll be there tonight at 8. Hangs wow. up the phone. Move on. Everyone wants to use the star. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Why don't you get big? <laughs> you, 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 don't, you have no true friends anymore. No, everybody wants to use you. Everybody wants a piece. Even meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> a piece of meatloaf. A piece of meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf tells her she needs to rest up for her big performance tonight. And tells him that Buddy and her, but then she's like, she tells him that Buddy and her are moving out for good. Like, we're moving yeah. out, we're moving on. Meat tells her 
that Brady is coming to see her tonight, but Cam is still, she's not waving. She's like, he's like, you know, this isn't for me anymore. I'm done. And finally, a desperate plea, Meat brings up the mom saying that Artie, well, says that Artie wanted her to play Sophia. Yeah. And he told Meat that he saw Cam transform on stage as she, as if she was meant to play Sophia. What and about of course, Artie? she gets this from her mother. Yeah. She brings up the mom again. Ah. So, uh, Meat's like, Artie? take the night and give Sophia, you know, one last chance. Give Do one for it. One just, more. Yeah. One more time. He is, God, he, and he, it's working. Yeah. It, it is it, working. She, she goes, she's like, all right, fine. Uh, the door flings open, in pours several kids trying to get to the phone. <laughs> and again, me just ushers them out like they're sheep. Just get out of here. Um, outside me addresses the campers and gives them a motivational speech that turns into song. Of course it does. About how musical theater helps heal and makes all the bad things go away. <laughs> Remember the first time you saw a musical, <laughs> a musical, uh, yeah, a musical. It was like uh, World yeah. War II happened, but musical theater made World War II seem Great. like nothing. It made it okay. seem better. <laughs> yeah. Everything is going to be okay. So, he's just asking. And the thing is so funny because he's like, just give me one more day. Yeah. Just one day. He's asking a whole group of children to hide a death <laughs> exactly. yeah, hide for a death. 24 and hours. Even, even like there's like six year girls like, isn't it illegal to hide a dead body? <laughs> Isn't it wrong to sing and dance oh, yeah. when someone just died? <laughs> Isn't that illegal? And he's like, no. no! Musical theater is great. Musical number. So uh, the, <laughs> they reference Jesus Christ music. Thank uh, you. Jesus Christ uh, yes, Superstar. Because as soon as all the cameras join in, it sounds exactly like Jesus Christ Superstar. Again, just for a moment, mm -hmm. but just to avoid those copyrights. But you know just enough that it's Jesus uh -huh. Christ Superstar. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, Cam exits the office so as the up. song ends. Meat turns around and announces her as tonight's leading lady. And Liz Silver does not look happy about this one bit. Oh, no. She is a pouty bitch. Liz is pissed. Uh, Meatloaf and the campers break out in a song again about how the show must go on. And the campers carry Cam away like she just scored the game-winning touchdown. And the crowd yeah. moves away singing... All happy, and we see Meatloaf rip out the phone line. Yeah, which what? is really fucking weird. Like, oh, that's right, but it really has no. I don't think it has any bearing later in the movie. I don't think it ever. Nothing ever comes back to that. It really doesn't. I think it's just. It's just one more really weird and creepy, desperate, movie, desperate move, move like that's keep, happening. So yeah. no kid can call home or something like that. Yeah. So now they're trapped. But basically, yeah, it's not like somebody tries to call out later. Yeah, but, like nobody tries to use it there. But yeah. at least you know nobody's going to call out later. So yeah, uh, we you're cut. screwed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, we, whatever. <laughs> uh, and again, we go to the killer in the dark basement, saying like, mm -hmm. "Shut your fucking face! Your musicals are full of shit." And again, it's it's very heavy metal. It's all rock. And it's very much like, it is kind of like. Um, the Phantom of the Opera, where you know you're constantly seeing the Phantom down in, in the, the bowels, in the bowels yeah. of something in the dark and being upset and oh, getting the whole movie emotional. itself is kind of yeah. like family. It's out, so yeah. it's so much like that. Yeah. Uh, so now uh, we see uh, like my toy mistyped my notes here. I can't read it now. We just gonna. Uh, oh, now that the the song that Cam and the campers are yeah. all singing it gets mixed in with this the Killers metal song. And yeah. it makes this, like, really kind of cool mix mixture, like, melody type thing where it's, like, classic musical theater mixed with, like, metal and back and forth. It's actually done pretty well. I, I is, like It's done very well. It is opinion. done really well. It's, like, the protagonist and the antagonist, and they're, like, going back and forth. And yeah. So it's it's done very much like 
a like a typical musical style yes. that you would see where they you know you have that bad guy singing about something negative over here in its own and and you have like <laughs> the do-gooders over here <laughs> trying to do good and the ingenue it, yes and it's all gonna come together and be really crazy <laughs> <laughs> so after the song uh-huh. and dance uh we go to buddy and cam talking yeah. In their bunk, and Cam's reassuring Buddy that she still plans on moving like, out. I'm with getting him. out of here soon. Yeah. We're we're doing we're it. Going, we're going. We're still going it. And in comes one of the older camp girl campers to get Cam and take her to the stage so they can mm-hmm. all get ready. And at the <laughs> stage, everyone's setting up, getting ready. Meat tells Dave that he's counting on him and that this is his big opportunity to step up. That you're taking the show from open to close, so you're in charge. No now. matter what. Yeah. This show is gonna close. You're taking Must it to curtain. Yeah. You're taking it to the curtain. <laughs> Uh, so in the dressing room, serious. Cam looks at the picture of her mom and then tucks it into her dress for like motivation. Mm-hmm. The doors are open. The crowd begins to file in. David is shown trying to raise Joel on one of the back on the headsets, but he's getting no response from Joel. Right. So back in the bathrooms, that girl we saw come pick Cam up is now force feeding Cam all these <laughs> singers, actor cliche voice remedies and exercises. She's like spraying <clears throat> Cam's throat with some kind of spray and then forcing her to swallow honey, like spoonfuls of honey. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Same shit. Been Everybody there. Been there. <laughs> In fact, she was like, I have my throat coat. I have my lemon, but I don't have any honey. And the girl's like, I have, I've got you covered. I almost brought throat coat, honey, <laughs> and lemon today because I just readily have that in my house because... <laughs> That shit works. I mean, come on. That's, there's something to be said about it. So Joel bursts into the bathroom with him, pleading with Cam, like, not to do this show tonight. That there's a killer around. Don't do this. Please the don't. Uh, the girl basically forces Joel out of the room. And Joel, yeah, Joel is trying to plead with her, like, don't do this. Someone, there is a killer, killer around. He is, being, he is being completely sincere, yeah. too. And the other girl's like, Joel, warm ups are super important. Get yeah. out. Not even listening. Joel's like, like shut up. <laughs> uh, but he's forced out of the room, and, and, the door, and Candace looks at him while, like, she's about to cry, but she closes the door yeah. on him. And the other girl rambles on about vo- like a vocal trick that her vocal voice coach taught her about steaming up the room. And then you can just come in here at any point of the show and just moisten your vocal cords. Yeah. Now, again, a shower and- I put this in my notes here, but we've already kind of talked about it. But this is where I put the funny thing about this is that I know people like this girl from my co- like there's I know these girls are out like the super serious about every little voice trick you could possibly do and whether yeah. it works or not like the, the old like wife sales like this do this and do this and the girl's going around like yeah she's doing vocal warm-ups <laughs> which is so i mean okay so like, which, like, oh. that's what that's what you're supposed to do i mean that's, <laughs> those are things that i've done all those things all right i'm totally i know but it's like oh god i know i, those just, I know that part because i was never a singer i and so our like you know we did like Kind of like the tongue twisters. Or oh, yeah. Of yeah. At the beginning red of theater. Red leather, yellow leather, you know, lion face, mm-hmm. lemon face and all that stuff. But <laughs> Lion face. Uh, ah! Lemon face. Ooh. <laughs> but like the. the, the oh, man. The Two singing, theater geeks here. The, the, the singing vocals just got my nerves so much. I know. Like, but that. Like, oh, God, please shut up. <laughs> I'm glad. And that's exactly what she should have done then because that is exactly what it's like. I mean, that is you. That's exactly what. It is, and she, yeah, warming up is super important, it's Joel. Super Shut important. up, <laughs> get out. So the seating area continues to fill with people, and we see Whitney, the costume girl, with Sam, like, and they're going over like the, showing. He's showing her the new ghost mask which right. she's made, and uh, 
we're talking about cutting a pretty pretty close to the wire there. You're just now getting that new mask made, like right. night what of opening night. Dress rehearsal. Do yeah, these yeah. people have a dress? There was like, no dress rehearsal. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's not professional. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> no dress rehearsal. Um, uh, so Sam turns to leave, bumps into the creepy caretaker. He's like, hey, guy, you can't be back here during the show because yeah. this is where I have to have my quick change. I need the space. So get out of here, Mr. Janitor. Why Go is do the your janitor? Janitorings. Why? Why? Yeah. What is up with this janitor? I he, He's just there. I don't. He's. Why? He's like the you. He's like the Rob Schneider character in Waterboy. He's like the you can do it guy. You can do it. He just shows up. He's just a creepy guy. Yeah, but he, he doesn't see. A, he never says a single word about the no. entire movie. Not no, he just looks word. at everybody with a menacing look. Mm-hmm. And the camera keeps going to him, trying to build suspense, like trying yeah. to build this guy up. Um, I'm so, telling you right now, he's not that. <laughs> It's not come on. It's really not surprising at all at the end of this. No, uh, no well, right. David goes around <laughs> telling everybody to take their places, and when he gets to Sam, he places a hand on Sam's arm, oh. and Sam has a moment of gay awakening, and oh. but he then shakes it off after David leaves, and the show starts, and after the opening scene, Sam comes off for his off the stage, bumps into David, and David's like, "You nailed it." And in an adrenaline-filled moment, mm-hmm. Sam just kisses David kisses around the lips. David. And then it's like, walks away, like, and, and both of them are like, what the what? hell? What? And so the movie skips ahead. <laughs> I, had so, <laughs> I had so many friends that it happened that way for them, too. <laughs> they figured it out during the Aria. Oh, they got gay Aria's. Oh, oh, I get it now. All right, I'm gay. Hey, I man, got it. A good written, <laughs> hey, a good written musical, a well written. Rodgers and Hammerstein did a lot for people. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Musicals make people feel gay. <laughs> so the the, the movie like, we skip ahead in the show. Like you know, we're we're somewhere in the show now, and Cam's on stage singing when we were show someone in well, black. Dumping a can of red paint into a bucket that's tied to a rope, and the person takes his bucket up to the rafters to set it up over Cam, and now we see that's Liz Silver. Right. Well, did did we talk about how Victor Brady, Victor Brady was there? Yeah, he shows up. Well, he, oh, he okay. said he could be there. Hey, he shows up. Okay. He shows up. He's like the last person to enter, but he's there. He's in the front row, so Brady's there watching it all. Okay. Okay. Um. But so we cut to Sam entering his changing space, looking for Whitney, who's supposed to help him with his quick change. And a person in black gloves shows up behind Sam. He, of course, thinks it's Whitney. Thinks it's Whitney. He takes off his mask and he sees a mannequin head sitting in front of him that has dozens of pins sticking out of it, which is a nod, a very obvious nod to a pinhead from Hellraiser. And Sam glances over to his left and sees the dead body of Whitney shoved into a wardrobe. And she's been killed by having dozens of nails nailed into her face, making her look like the mannequin yeah. head again. The Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yep. And which I liked. I yeah. know we didn't get to see her die, but no, I, I liked that. Yeah, I, I liked yeah, it, it too. Good. Uh, so the killer grabs Sam from behind, covers his mouth, and then the killer squeals out, "Nailed it! Nailed it!" <laughs> and he then picks up a large <laughs> pair of scissors. And stabs Sam in the back. Uh-huh. It was quick. Yeah. It was quick. And he Sam's dropped to the floor. Uh, again, the carrot belts out. Now, how is that for a quick change? <laughs> and then stomps on <laughs> Sam's chest, 
causing the scissors to puncture all the way through <laughs> Champ's chest cavity. Yeah, that was my favorite, I think. That was my I I have to say the killer again like I like how they balanced the killer and made him scary, like really horrific. I mean, he did these horrific deaths, but then also He's, he's witty. cheesy, man. He's, cheesy. he's so cheesy. He's, yes, he's got the dad puns. I loved it. Like, uh, nailed it. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, there's so many references to, uh, all, like I said, all the horror movies. But one, uh, like, I was trying to figure out, there's no real Halloween reference. And there no. wasn't a Friday Nightmare on Elm Street reference until when I was like, maybe the puns are the reference to Nightmare on Elm Street. Because Freddy always had, like, bad puns about killing. Oh, so yeah, maybe. That's a, it could be a stretch, but it's the only thing I can think of. Because he, he, Freddie had a lot of puns when he that's, was killing he, people. That's true. He did. Nailed uh, <laughs> it. Back on stage, Cam is crushing it. She's nailing it. Liz is waiting for the perfect time to dump yeah. the pink, pink, paint bucket on her a la Carrie. By the way, the song that she is singing, did you listen to any of the lyrics yeah, of this like song? Yeah, it's like his breath on my breast his, and all that. He's undressing, undressing my dress. And, like, it was so... Oh, she's talking about Alfonso. Yeah. Basically, like Alfonso, uh, it just, I love him, Alfonso. Oh, yeah, I can't it was do so it. So awesome! Yeah. It was the lyrics were really good. I because I really wanted more spoofy, more spoofiness to some of the things that they were singing, like ridiculousness, and this was ridiculous <laughs> under the guise of like being really sexy. Yeah, but also right after this big killing happened, so it was. I liked that That's they put gr- yeah. this really funny little like. His, his, his on my breath, breast. On my, his breath on my He's breast. On my breast. And she's standing out there in like a corset. Yeah, first of all, I gotta say, from a guy's perspective, damn. She looks hot Amazing. in this scene. Like, yeah. She's got this like tight corset like dress on her boobs are just pushed up to, up her, to chin. her chin. Good God. They look, oh, you just want to motorboat the shit out of those titties. She's, in this yeah, movie. and you know what? She's wearing like a really short black wig. Short it's black supposed wig. to be like kabuki. Yeah, it's, it's and, jammy yeah. and white face with red, uh, red. Yeah. she looks amazing it was this. really it really was really good. well done yeah and uh <laughs> so uh so yeah anyway so liz is up in the rafters waiting to basically carry uh cam yeah. oh. but she waits a little too long and she's grabbed from behind by the killer now cam sings her line master you may take me now which is that master cu- you may take me now and that's what like i said we, we heard that's the scene we were talking about when uh when like she like, hey Artie, show oh, him on yeah, me. That's the Artie, scene. That's that scene. Uh, no. Yeah. So the opera ghost is supposed to come up and grab her from behind, but nothing no. happens. Nope. So she sings it a few more times. <laughs> still, nothing happens. David is losing his shit on the headset. <laughs> Sam, I am. <laughs> Sam. And suddenly, someone dressed in the ghost costume and mask stumbles. Oh, oh it was, uh. She just can't like backs yeah, off away. Cam off just the, like, like walks off stage with a smile, like, like, da, 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 like I'm leaving. Now. All right, I'm out of here. I'm, done. I'm, I'm leaving now. <laughs> and after she leaves, we see someone dressed up in the ghost, opera ghost costume and mask stumble onto the stage and just kind of stumbles around like they're drunk. Yeah. And David tells the maestro to play something, anything. And then there's like the light comical music is played as the ghost stumbles around the stage as the audience starts laughing. It's like it, the dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I, I can't do, it's but it's hun- really yeah. It's hun- the Hungarian Rhapsody number two. Thank you. So okay, it's, it's list, go. and it's the same music that you see in so many like Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers cartoons, and it was in Roger Rabbit. Yeah, and, yeah. It's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
she is, yeah, or whoever this is, is floating around on stage. Yeah, just bopping around. People um, think it's really funny. Backstage, Cam is frantically looking. Cam is looking for Sam. Yeah. She enters, she finds him dead in the dressing room. Oh yeah. Finds a headset and tells David that there's a killer in there's the theater. A killer in the theater. And Dave's like, uh, hey, we need you on stage. And again, he's like. No, there's a killer in the theater. And Dave's like, yes, that's your line. Now go say it on the stage. <laughs> I love that. Song. That is your line. Go say it on the stage. She's like, ah. She, no. screams, uh, she screams, drops the headset, and he looks around and finds Whitney's dead body. She oh, screams yeah, again. She freaks out. Now she's, oh, it's on now. Yeah. And the vocal warm-up girl now enters the bathroom, turns yeah, on the shower to, change. To, to steam up the room. To do her vocal exercises. Which is ridiculous because she's been in like one scene thus far. Yeah, we've only seen her in one scene <laughs> She's in the play. not in the main part. She does not need to be warming herself no, up. She's, exactly saying, she's like she's like the ensemble chorus girl. Ugh. But again, takes it way like she she acts like she's the lead with her vocal exercise. Yeah. Like, I have like two lines or like I'm not even yeah. a solo, but I have to act like, you know, just taking it over over the uh over Dumb. the Dumb. So David then takes uh actions into his own hands he dons a rice hat and he goes out <laughs> on stage to try to corral this opera ghost who of course is still every thinks it's still he thinks it's sam dancing david gets his hand on the ghost and we can hear whoever it is trying to mutter something but it's not clear and the two of them start stumbling around the stage together like just dancing around looking like a weird yeah. dance like and, it's like it's supposed to be there. Like it's supposed to be planned, and the yeah. sta- the audience is playing along. Yeah. Like oh, comedic insert. So we go back to the now steam filled bathroom, mm. and the girl is still making these ridiculous <laughs> noises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done it a lot. <laughs> and suddenly the killer pops up through the steam, grabs her by the back of the head, and belts out. Let me help you warm up. And he shoves her face <laughs> under the boiling hot water and that's, that's awesome. coming out of the shower. And then he pulls out one of his circular blades and we hear a slicing sound. We see the blood we spray across the, the walls. Splatter. And we then go back to stage where David and the imposter ghost, when Cam enters the bathroom, seeing the dead body of the girl, her face is blistered and burnt from the scolding hot water. Did you think that was a good effect? I felt like it was just like she looked like a pile of hair just laying yeah, there. I felt like it was the, wig, the weakest one. Yeah, it's the like, weakest one because the, the way the wig lays, it does look, the hair covers most of the look. And now, I actually count on that because uh, the facial makeup, the blisters and everything weren't bad, but the wig, I think they put it there to hide so they couldn't, they could get away with natural and any kind of yeah. throat slash to kind of yeah. save money or save an effect there. But the hair covers up so much of it, it does look like just weird It looked hair. like a weird pile of hair. I yeah. went back and tried to watch it another time because I was like, that would have been a good kill. Yeah, I, I went back and I didn't, watched You didn't really it. get to see the kill. It, I hate to say it again because we say it right, but it looks like, it almost looks like she just got, you know, Scalped? done with, I don't she just know. Got, had a bad run of the Negan. Like, yeah. it's just a mush. It's like, you see hair and <laughs> blood mush. Yeah. Like, that's all you really see. That's, that's it. Um, Negan. So, <laughs> um, so, we cut to Meatloaf now. He's outside the theater, kind of staying around. And he gets oh, hit, man. He gets hit over the head with a pipe by the killer. And he's knocked out. It's the best. He just clunk. And in the bathroom, Cam's trying to hold herself together. She finds one of the killer's circular blades on the floor, picks up for a closer look. And 
It cuts back to Meatloaf being dragged into the kitchen. Well, and did you notice, like, when she picked it up, like, the blade looked handmade? Yeah. It's it that, did it's, not it's, look it's, like a circular saw no, blade. It's like it a, mimicked that. Well, it's but. like, or he took a saw blade and, like, customized it with finger grips or something. He it's took some things. Yeah, it's handmade. Which you think about, which we'll talk about after you find out who it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what it doesn't really matter, but either way, I think I know. Where you're I think going he was using, yeah, materials. Yeah, I think I because I, yeah, I, if I'm on the same wavelength, I kind of thought the same thing about what that might be made out of, and we'll get to that later. Like, why did he leave it, and why would she pick it up? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the killer, like I said, Meatloaf is being dragged in the kitchen, and he's, which I love that. I love that POV of Meatloaf being dragged. dragged? Yeah, I thought it, it right there. I know that we just watched like a couple people die but that it takes like a really dark turn right there i felt like because the pov shot and it's like the shot of the killer looking down on meatloaf as he's dragging him and meatloaf's eyes are rolling back in his head yeah and he looks man he looks fucked up yeah, it is does. good i i was like here we go yeah, it gets, it's about to get crazy it gets real yeah and that gets picked up i uh, love it so they burst into the kitchen meatloaf is like Thrown into a chair and like tied yeah. up, and uh, the killer burst Singing. out. Into, to me, it sounds very Marilyn Manson esque. Like, oh, yeah. But it just sounds like Marilyn Manson to me. And which, so Judge, Rachel, I actually have the cl- the clip of this opening of the song. Oh, so kind of judge yes. for yourself and see if this you think this is Marilyn so Manson. Or who excited. else this might sound like? You tried to run, but you never could hide. Hey, there's no escape now. So yeah, see to me oh, like that always it sounds like Marilyn Manson. I, I don't listen to a whole lot of his stuff, but I yeah. just want I do know it sounded like Marilyn Manson to me at the at the opening part of it anyway. I think the reason because like again, I keep thinking about how this to me, the whole metal theme sounds so much like Tenacious D, like what Tenacious D does, but I think Tenacious D throws back so much to like those classic rockers like Alice Cooper and um Ronnie James Dio, Dio yeah. and a little you holy know Holy Dive, Holy Diver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I it, I think it's they did a really good job at at I don't know it just really bringing about that whole that whole like classic genre I don't know that that's probably one of my favorite things that, right this, there this that whole, you just played this song <laughs> it goes on for a while more than what I played uh, yeah, and the for, whole song like. The killer's just beating the shit oh, out of Meatloaf. Meatloaf is getting fucked up. I'm He's like, my favorite kill is about to happen right now. Uh, I was so pumped. And I just gotta say, first for me, now I don't. Maybe Sarah, you picked up on this too. Maybe I'm. It's just because I'm a family opera obsessive yeah. nerd. But I, I had to put make a reference. Like the killer says, you, "You push me past the point of no return." No return. So I'm like, oh, that's family opera too. The, because the, the song, the point of no return. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh uh, man. They did a great job. With and the- also, during this scene, <laughs> it turns like a little music video from like that 80s thing. Because oh. I love it. Again, the killer is beating the shit out of Meatloaf. And he grabs a guitar and, an, and a knife. And, and, a he, knife? and he raises his knife high above Meatloaf's head. And he thinks yes. he's going to stab him with the knife. And he shoves the knife into the guitar strings and starts wailing away playing uh-huh. this wicked uh, guitar solo. <laughs> like, wah, 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 wah. 
crazy with this knife sticking out. And he slides the knife up and down the strings to use it for effect. It's like, it's awesome. It's so awesome. I love that part. I did love that part. But again, but it almost took... I. I liked that part, but the first time I watched it, it disappointed me a little bit because it got so intense. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the best kill ever. Kill by song. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like grabbed the guitar and shoved the thing in. I was like, or solo. Okay, that's cool too. Guitar solo. Like, but it, it really is good. I mean, the effect of it and like the comedy behind it is. I think that's what I it, like. Like, it's, it's so, so, it gets yeah. so dark and intense and you think it's. The shit's thinks, about to go down, and yeah. then all of a sudden it just go, breaks down the guitar solo. Right back solo. into that it's guitar like, solo. All right, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it just kind of breaks up a little bit. So uh, But that awesome guitar solo is abruptly interrupted when Cam oh. rushes in yelling, Stop! And the killer lowers the guitar. Uh, Cam walks up to the killer. She reaches out, removes the mask. Which is and, very Phantom of the Opera-like. Very Phantom, This yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah Christy removes, Daae the, removes. Yeah, oh, very. Yeah. Um, and the reveals is Buddy. Whoa. It's Buddy, which... Really okay, yeah, we kind of... Who yeah. else was left? I mean... <laughs> well, in fact, the whole movie is bitching about how much he hates musical theater and I these people. <laughs> and, like, they're all freaks and they suck. kind of seems legit that he'd yeah. be a little pissed. Um, His so, mom died, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, they lock eyes for a moment, and, and then Buddy pushes her away, whips out the knife, shouting, Get away! And he's like... He tells that he tried to keep her out of this, but she wouldn't listen. Yeah. And he goes in this crazed rant about how, how Meatloaf wanted to do the show. Well, this is the show, buddy. Like, this yeah. is it now. And the, uh, the knife gets tossed aside, and Buddy begins to just strangle Meatloaf. Like, he's like, fuck it. I'm oh, it's getting great. personal now. Great. Uh, Cam picks up the knife. She's begging, pleading, crying for Buddy to stop. Buddy shouts back to Cam, he killed mommy. You know he killed mommy. Did you mom. know that? Yeah. Um, oh. So like, uh-oh, what? You asshole. Yeah. You knew. Oh. Now, the shock of hearing that freezes Cam in place. Right. Meatloaf tries to shout back, but he's getting strangled. Like, don't listen. Why would I, I do such I a thing? <laughs> and Buddy snaps back, <laughs> because she was cheating on you. And uh. boom. Now Why we go into. Why didn't I see this coming? Yeah. Why didn't I? <laughs> That was shocking to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it worked for you. It like, did. It did. Um, see, that, that's the big, like, everybody should know it's, okay, it's probably Buddy the Killer. That's pretty obvious. But this part right. is where just, they kind of the twist. twist. The twist. They get you. So we go into flashback of the very opening scene oh. where the kids are in the mom's dressing room. Only this flashback has a little bit different feel to it from the opening. Like, we see things in a different kind of way. Uh, people's. Uh, attitudes are slightly different. Like, mm-hmm. not Meatloaf doesn't come in all happy, like, oh, yeah, Lawrence Gibbs here to see you. He's like, Lawrence Gibbs is here to see you. And, like, you can tell he's like, he's pissed he's off. He's upset. Yeah. yeah he's, he looks angry. He's, he speaks differently. It's uh, almost like you see the adult perspective versus the, the kid. Child that's exactly, that's exactly yeah, what I was going to say. Like, yeah. the kids, because they don't think anything's wrong. Everything's happy and great. Right. And now we see it from like, an adult perspective, like, it's oh, dark. shit. Yeah. Something, something's going on. Uh, because many, Mimi. Minnie, god damn it, Minnie, uh, <laughs> she's all you can tell she's visually like nervous when she hears him say Laura's Gibbs Lord's is here, Gibbs, yeah, uh, and that he's in love with her. And uh, she's I like, just well, and she's like how, do you, how do you know that? And she's trying to like force a smile uh-huh. for the kid, and so trying to not let the kids know that something's wrong, Minnie gives Meat a kiss on the cheek and says, Congratulations, Mr. Producer. And then the camera zooms in on young Buddy's eyes. Mm-hmm. And we go back to the present now, and Meatloaf's still trying to deny it, 
Boy is looking at Cam and says, you went, you went on, on the stage, but I saw what he did. I saw what he did. And right back into the flashback we go. Oh, my God. And we go to the point where the man in the opera ghost costume is standing behind uh, Minnie, and he's, like, essentially rubbing her body. And we're showing young Buddy, like, hiding in a closet or something. He was in something. a closet. Yeah, he was yeah. watching the whole thing. Uh, so Minnie says, like, Larry, we can't, which that wasn't in the first. We didn't hear right, that part. Right, we didn't see that part. Uh, he was just here. He's going to catch us. Again, uh, none of this was heard in the opening mm-hmm. version. And the man in the mask whispers in her ear, I already, I already caught did. you. I already caught you. And ah! then we get a flash of Mi- Mi- uh, oh Minnie's destiny. Just a real quick, like, her yep. stab. That's it. And we see Meatloaf take off the ghost take costume. Off the mask. And then he, he locks eyes. So you eyes see his face in the mirror. In the mirror. That was just smashed. Yeah. And he looks, he looks over and sees young buddies watching the whole thing. Oh my God! And we such an evil bastard. Oh! And we go back to the present. Cam drops the knife, saying, "How could you never tell me this whole time?" And he's like, tells her that he was scared. Right. Uh, Resuming the flashback, Meatloaf tells young buddy that he shouldn't be here. I told you not to come in here. Buddy's about to scream, uh, but Meatloaf covers his mouth. And Meat tells Buddy that his mother had an accident because you didn't listen. Mm-hmm. And he goes to say, it's okay, it's okay, I'll take care of it, I'll clean it all up. Uh, and this is also what he told Buddy earlier when he spilled the tomato sauce. It's okay, I'll clean this I'll up. Clean I'll this clean up. it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been fucking with Buddy mentally for about 10 years yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. And Milo starts shushing young Buddy like, shh, shh. Again. And, and then he just slaps just the kid across the, the face. shit out of this and kid. And he's like, behave, and just slaps him again. <laughs> He is, I'm telling you what, Meatloaf freaked me the F out in this movie at different times. Like, during this scene, there were another couple scenes where he did, he said a few things and it was like chilling. Mm. But this, I don't know, I, I can't watch children get damaged now, <laughs> now that I have kids. But when he smacked that boy, I was like, and he looked at him and he's like, behave. I was like, <laughs> oh my good God, uh, <laughs> Meatloaf. So, uh, we go back to present day, and Bryce says that he was scared of Meatloaf this whole time. Yeah. But then he comes in and uh, announces the revival of the show, which is kind of triggers. And then right. he turns to camp saying, and you wanted to you dress wanted up to do it. and be just like mommy, didn't you? Well, me too. And I even got myself a costume. Oh, for, yeah. Of course, the mm-hmm. opera ghost. He pulls out another one of his custom blades while Meatloaf is, like, working on getting out of his uh, binds, the rope ties. Yeah. And Buddy goes on to say that that's when I realized it was my fault. Right, Raj? I'm always making, making a mess. Messes. Well, guess what, Raj? I made a mess. And I made a big mess tonight just for you. And again, that's a comeback because when he spills the tomato sauce, he comes, uh, he's like, who made this mess? Who made he this mess? mess. Yeah. You know? So again, it's all coming back together. And Buddy then gives like this crazy evil laugh and lunges at Meatloaf. And he's about to slice him with that, that custom circular blade. But Meatloaf leaps up, and they start fighting. Now, during this fight, Cam's knocked over. Mm-hmm. The blade's knocked out of Buddy's hand, and they continue to fight. Later in the fight, uh, Cam's, like, coming up behind him because Buddy's picking up a frying pan, and he wheels back to hit Meatloaf, but he actually hits Cam with it, sending her, knocking down to the she floor. She kind of blacks down. out for a little bit. Yeah, goes, goes down, down. hard. <laughs> Buddy turns the attention to her, like, oh, shoot, I didn't, you know, obviously feel right. any more, so I didn't mean to do that. Allowing Meatloaf to grab a knife, he comes up behind Buddy, stabs yeah. Buddy in the back. All right, so this, I felt, was kind of... I So, okay, when this happened, I was like, man, 
then after all of that, after the the song, the choking, the explanation, then the fighting and the frying pan, yeah. like he just walked up to him as like bloop, bloop, like right in the back. I was like, we. But the same way, that's the that's that's so right? for that character. It right. backstabbed someone, so which the, is the same way he killed the mother. Stabbed exactly. Her in the back. Sta- well, well, it was a gun stab her in the back. His back was stabbed her in the, the throat. Throat came up behind her. Right. And did it. But anyway, so so at first I was like, oh, this is weak, and then and then it, it gets better. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he Buddy drops to the floor and meet. He's not done yet. He pounces on Buddy oh, and just starts stabbing the shit God. out of him. It's just like going like just crazy on this guy on Buddy's chest well, with a knife. And while that's happening, they've now started to play Blue Danube on stage. So the or like you can hear the song Blue Danube. Da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the name. I don't know the name of that piece. But and so like it's this lighthearted waltz, and then Meatloaf is just stabbing the shit out of him viciously. Oh my. So yeah, and because Dave and the imposter goes, they're like, still dancing away. Damn. Uh, Cam starts to come to. She wakes up to see Meat just viciously stabbing Buddy. She screams out. It is rough. as David and the imposter they they fall away out of the line of sight of the audience. Mm-hmm. Meat stands up, slowly starts to approach Cam, saying, "I'll clean this. I'll clean this up. It's okay." It's so creepy. This is really intense. Yeah, like, it gets really the intense. comedy completely. As much as again, that subtle comedy has been happening this whole time. Yeah, this is like serious shit. This is serious. Yeah. yeah. And I was also very sad because now the rock opera part is gone. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. over. The rock's gone. Damn. Uh, so <laughs> Cam screams, runs out of the kitchen and into the mess hall. Yeah. And from there she runs out into the woods screaming for help. Uh, Meatloaf gives <laughs> How chase. How far away is the kitchen from the stage? Yeah. She's saying like she was running for Yeah. At first like I thought it was all time. Was, like, Why? Because she's supposed to be in the theater where everybody's getting killed. And then she walks God knows how far away which is why I think she knew that it was Buddy because when she picked up the circular saw makeshift blade that yeah. he makes, I think that's I think because I was like, how does she know they're all the way in the kitchen and that's so far away? Like maybe she looked at the blade and realized this was made out of tops of cans. Yeah, that, thank you. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like if it wasn't like an actual like, you could have done the same thing with a saw blade and just yeah. and cut your your handholds in it. But then I was like, it is a kind of the same size as like a well, like the like tomato sauce, like those giant. Yeah, metal. and he kept carrying these big cans of like and you could sauce and things. Cut those and like you know carry them around and cut your finger holes into them. Exactly, that, and that's the only thing I can. She's like she sees it and it's like maybe a, a, can, a lid can right. or something like that. Um. So anyway, yeah, so she's, she's running. running. The woods. Yeah, uh, we cut far, to, far away. Now we cut to Joel outside for some Where reason. Has Why Joel is he been? Because apparently all these people forgot that there's a play still going on. The okay. light guy is now outside. Well, that's the other thing. So, like, was Joel doing the lights? I mean, Joel was warning her that there was a killer in the theater. She obviously ducks off a stage and isn't seen again. Where where did Joel... Where were you, Joel? Yeah. Like, what where, the hell is going on Somebody had to be doing the you? lights for the show. Something's going on. This, yeah. Uh, and he's with a flashlight. He's found a trail of blood that leads him to a dumpster. And he opens <laughs> the lid and he finds, like, what looks like Sam's severed head amongst yeah. the trash. But I think it says it. I want to make sense of it. Sam's head because he doesn't get decapitated. At least no, that we see. No, you just he gets the scissors shoved through his back. Yeah. So it, I don't know, who, but it looks like Sam's head. It does. Look, I don't Unless know who it's else Sam's be dead. body, and all we see is the head because everything else is covered in trash. But I don't know. It's it's weird. Somebody it's got dumped back there. It yeah. was very hard to tell who. Um, <laughs> Joel has a bad reaction. Joel that. has a very yeah. bad reaction. Uh, and then he hears Cam screaming for help out in the woods. Yeah. And the camera cuts back to the theater. At this point, 
with David and the imposter ghost off stage. <laughs> the audience like, oh, okay, I guess they start getting up to the leave. audience gets up because they're like, what is happening? Okay, yeah, okay. Is, okay. Uh, Dave removes the audience the, is so good. <laughs> the audience removes the ghost mask to reveal a bloody and bound. Bloody bounty gag, Liz Silver. Uh, Liz Silver. Liz had her eyes basically covered up with duct tape as well, so she couldn't see. She was just blindly running around yeah, in this costume. Into, yeah, yeah. Uh, with like hands tied, taped up. Uh, Isn't Dave... that a throwback to a horror movie too? I couldn't think of which one it was, but I feel like that happened where there was somebody who was gagged and tied up and that made... could be any horror movie. Yeah, I, that's that... true that that's true maybe it's just a general horror general theme yeah. uh david rolls liz off of him and said you just had to be in the show didn't you <laughs> well go <laughs> ahead and sing then and he just shoves her back the onto the stage back. <laughs> he just shoves her back out to the wolves <laughs> and she starts nervous like starts like very nervously singing the aria but then David <laughs> decides to do his best and he, to save the show. So he leaps back on stage just, and he starts singing. And this turns into the Liz versus David, like trying to one up each other <laughs> as they're singing this song on the stage. It's like the star and the prima donna gay guy, like both singing soprano. Yeah. <laughs> Forever haunted. Like it's so good. You're singing the same part, and they're trying to outdo each other. Uh, and so, and she looks like she got beat the hell. Oh, up. She, yeah, she's she, bloody, crying, makeup running. Yeah. The audience when she comes back out, the audience is all like, Ugh, and like sits back down, like, oh, I guess it's not over. Like, the show must go on. So Cam's running through the, you know, running through the Woodstock Theater, and she she goes into the stage door in the back, and she's running for the stage. But she's cut off and caught by Meatloaf. Of course. Who grabs her, covers her mouth, while repeatedly saying, it's okay now. It's okay. Are you okay? You okay now. Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? Cam nods yes. No, I'm not fucking okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just stabbed my brother to the blue Danube. <laughs> what the fuck? No. No. I, yeah, sure. I'm okay. I'm farthest thing from yeah, okay. I'm okay. Fine. So anyway, she nods yes. He removes his he removes Stupid. his hand from her and lets her go. She quickly grabs a circular uh. saw to defend herself with. Me tells her that he wouldn't do anything to hurt her to hurt his star, and right. he starts closing the nice gap between star. them. This was one of the times where he really was freaking me out. Yeah, he gets I mean, real he was dark. Really, he's really good at this part. Yeah. Uh, he tries to take the saw from her, but she won't let go. And we see her fingers like kind of twitching right along up against the trigger. Like you can and, tell she's hesitating because, again, this is like a person that raised like, her her yeah. whole life. She's so confused as to what just happened. Yeah, she's she's struggling a lot. Yeah. And uh, we see that the saw is like right up against Meatloaf's chest and stomach. And he says, why won't you give me that? You're just like your mother. And, well, that's certainly oh, the wrong man. thing to say. Oh, because Cam's like, trigger. fuck you. She doesn't say that, but she's like, she pulls the trigger because that's her trigger word. Yeah. <laughs> that's her trigger. But nothing happens. It turns uh, out the saw is unplugged. It's not plugged in. And realizing that she just tried to kill him and failed, Meat laughs oh in her my face. God. Like, <laughs> like so evil. evil like laugh. so in her I can't face. even do it. Yeah. And he had some bad breath. I could not. I mean, he. <gasps> yeah. And that's when we see Joel suddenly behind them and he plugs in the saw. Cam glances at Joel, then back at Meatloaf, pulls the trigger. And the saw roars to life oh and digs hungrily God. into that delicious meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> it sliced right through it. <laughs> Blood sprays everywhere. It's across Cam's oh face. Meatloaf falls to the floor. 
There's a quick shot of Liz and David still pushing each other back and forth while singing, trying to one-up each other. Oh, my God. Liz gets the upper hand and pushes David backstage. I love the parallel, by the way, between what's going on on stage, which is slightly comical, and what's going on backstage. Which is the most horrendous. Yeah. Oh, my. Which is graphic. and Yeah, that juxtaposition. Oh, it's great. I love it. And uh, so... (laughs) Not happy about being pushed or say David calls her a bitch. And bitch. then but then he trips over the rope that's attached to the paint filled uh-huh. bucket. So right as Liz hits that final high note that she gets doused with Aria. red paint. Perfect. Just like Carrie. She's staying there. We cut back to Meatloaf screaming, twitching on the floor. Oh, as the saw continues to feast on his stomach and his intestines. Oh. Well, Cam just watches wide eyed in terror and oh, horror man. and shock. Good acting. Yeah, I mean, great. her reaction Her is... facial expressions are amazing oh in this movie. God. She's so good. She is, yeah. Like, I'm surprised she hasn't been, like, more things lately. I am, too. She's really, she was really great yeah. at what she did. Uh, so, in stunned shock. She could have done Fifty Shades of Grey. She should, yeah. <laughs> and traumatized, Cam stumbles backwards, and she ends up out on stage. She bumps into Liz, yeah. who's also in shock, because she's, like, covering the pain, like, freaking out. And she collapses mm. into Cam's arms, and the two of them fall to the floor and end up in the final pose the of final the play, position of where the Sophia show. holds the dead body of Alfonso. Alfonso. So it all comes back together. The audience is in stunned silence. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cam still looks like she's, you know, looks out into the crowd as a creepy caretaker begins oh, his slow <laughs> clap. Slow clap. <laughs> And one by one, the audience joins in until it reaches the, the fever pitch. What the? Just they're going crazy. The He's camera, like, you did it! Yeah. I knew the whole time. <laughs> what? The camera zooms in on Cam's bloody face, so wide-eyed, the shock, terror, just just great, great facial it's acting. Really good. Uh, the screen goes white, and then black as we hear the sounds of cameras clicking, uh, and we're taken to the red carpet of the opening night. Of the Broadway revival of the Haunting of the Opera, the red carpet reporter is doing his thing, and we learn that it's been one year now since the camp one stage, state, center stage center camp stage massacre. massacre. Uh, a cameraman moves out of the way, and we see that the he, the, the reporter is interviewing Victor Brady. Of course. And Brady talks about Camilla and moving forward, and that if she or mm-hmm. they didn't do this show, somebody, somebody else, else would. Will. You have to do... Do like he's talking. Basically, he's playing her like any other yeah. producer would have. It's like, basically, he's taking over do... the meatloaf role now. Yeah. As yeah. as meatloaf was the mini driver, he's now to her. And we cut to Camilla in her dressing room with a fresh new haircut. She's standing in front of her dressing room mirror. She looks very glam. Very glam. Yeah, yeah she's got like this wavy hair, very yeah. like old. I want to say like old, like forties, fifties star. Yeah, glam. she has very yeah. Uh, exactly. Uh, uh, in comes Brady to tell her the New York Times has shown up again, just like so. Basically, mm-hmm. this is the whole opening scene over again. Yep. Uh, Brady gives her some words of encouragement, then leaves. Again, Cam pulls out the picture of her mother. Of her mom. Uh, as one of the lights in the mirror begins to flicker, she reaches out to fix it, but but stops. And then she just reaches over to the light switch, turns off all the lights, tightens the ball back in. And then when she reaches back to for the light switch, she she hesitates for a moment. Like she's like, huh. she's like, huh. And you can almost tell like like there's some fear there. Like yeah. she's hesitant, and she As flips she the be. she flips the lights back on, turns around, like expecting to see someone behind her, but there's nobody there's there. Nobody there. And seeing that there's no one there, she sighs in relief, turns back to the mirror, and that's when crashing through the mirror, lunging at her, is the metal killer, the metal who killer. 
grabs her around the throat. She screams. Yeah. She struggles. Uh, and we, then we, it was a really fast, hard cut to Cam standing in front of the mirror, hands to her throat. She's trying to catch her breath. Hallucination. Then, hallucination. And then from out, from off camera, we we hear David yelling, "Places, places!" Blackout. Roll credits. Oh man! Now these credits are. Awesome. I there's not like a whole lot of visual. The there's not visual, but no, the, the music. during the credits we are treated to the metal killers metal medley. Medley. That's a baby. lot of ends. Metal medley of yeah, all those of all the songs from the movie, and it ends with a thank you song to the audience <laughs> from for watching the movie. Thank you by... for watching the credits <laughs> for yeah, the metal killer. Thank you for still being here. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> thank you for getting to the end. Like, it's <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, good. It's great. Uh, uh, so that that's the movie. Who uh, wrote the score to this? It, did the, did the director? No, oh yeah, let me say write... um, the Jerome Sable and Eli uh, uh, B- Battalion or Bear. But okay, they wrote the music and the script as and well. The they, they did it all. Uh, they did a great job. Yeah, they did. Like they really, really I... nailed it. That's <laughs> really good. Uh, so let's move on now to favorite kills. Oh. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right, so we're again not a whole lot of kills in this one, but there were some. They were pretty brutal and, and blood, oh, what we did yeah. see. So uh, of all the kills, Sarah, what was your favorite for this movie? All right, so I'm just I, normally I build up to this, but I'm just going to come out. So it was Ka- Kylie Swanson who was Mini Driver. Yes. Um, I when I first saw it, I mean, again, it was the first kill, and not another kill happened for a very long time. It was graphic and i mean i expected her to die yeah because if you watch the trailer you kind of expect i don't know i kind of expected her to die especially since the way they set up the beginning of the movie but i did not imagine (laughs) that they would close up show her getting stabbed right in the throat i mean like it was right at the throat which again as a vocalist that is a huge nightmare to me. Like you, you can't come back from that vocal damage. No, like that, no you're not back coming back that. from that. Your career is over, if if anything. But he just like it wasn't just the one stab. It was the continual stabbing. It was like you said the um, the contrast of the blood on the white. She was wearing white on the white mask on the white flowers. Mm-hmm. It was just so good and so. And then and then he bounces. He sticks the knife in her mouth bounces her head off the mirror (laughs) what i mean so it started so dark and and so it was such a great and i was like this is my favorite kill but then in the end when you find out that it's meatloaf and you re-watch the kill happen not as graphically but in meatloaf in that whole that different kind different perspective oh my it just it sealed the deal for me that is my favorite kill it was brutal all the way around it and then finding out the true story behind it just made it so much better. And oh god, it, yeah. I love the passion you're bringing. Oh to this. man, this is great. It was serious. Uh, I, it's I, nice I, to watch a. I'm sorry. Well, I know this is horrible horror, but it's kind of nice to watch a movie I kind of <laughs> enjoyed. <laughs> I I really I, I that's all, I love hearing that passion you uh, But I'm actually had a really hard time with this because yeah, I mean there were people that like like already. Needed to die. He was just a scummy bag. Uh, like, watch him die was great. Uh, the light bulb. That was Sharon, very satisfying. Was a good one. Uh, and then again, Meatloaf's death, the saw to the stomach, and the intestines going. And he again, he deserved oh, it once, he all that. So he deserved it so badly. So bad. Uh, but then, 
the, the 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 contrast between when Buddy is getting brutally stabbed and like the, that the, the Watts plant, it's almost like it's oh. so crazy and weird. It's which makes it even almost scary. Like when you something light and funny, and then when you relate to something dark and, and visceral like yeah. that, it's like makes it almost even worse. Oh, exactly. Um, so like I I'm really at like a, a loss for like what oh, my no. favorite kill is for this week, which doesn't. What really, a good like, problem to have. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, mi- mini Mimi Driver, mini what? Mini. Mini. I'm doing. I'm never gonna get that right. It's all um, right. Uh, Which, by the way, bit of trivia. Did you know that Mini Driver was actually in the? I was gonna get the. Oh, okay. Never mind. We'll we'll hit it later. We'll hit that later. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited. I know where you're going with that though. I'll, yeah. Well, I'll let you really. Uh, I fuck. I'll just go with. Uh, I'll go Meatloaf. Oh I, 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 man. I, they're all good. There's so, there's just three or four really good ones. I'll go Meatloaf just because when that big reveal comes, that like, key. He deserves it oh, so much, so and it's like evil Cam gets that sweet thing. revenge, and then the way she reacts, that whole scene. So fuck it, I'll go Meatloaf as my favorite kill for this week. That was graphic. I mean, really, too, how graphic it was with oh, his stomach. Yeah, <laughs> and the, at the after show, you see the like, the intestines oh, and stuff yeah. like lying around. Oh. It's, it's it's brutal. All right, uh, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. IMDb gives it a 5 out of 10. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes, 35% on the thermometer with a 27% audience score. And Amazon gives it a 3.6 out of 5. Mm. Again, mm. For, honestly, for us, probably a little low, but I, 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 get, I get why. Yeah. And I'll talk about that coming up. Yeah. Um, plot keywords. There were only there were 20 plot keywords, but I'm not going to go through them because there's really nothing special or funny there's not funny they're just all like blood kill stab you're like you know there's nothing really outlandish or fun worth metal anybody no no rock guitar no knife no well i think knife or something like that um so musical (laughs) rogers and hammerstein yeah (laughs) damn it Uh, andrew lloyd weber no now we we tried like and we tried uh, you know maybe didn't do a great job of letting you know about all the the references but uh there are like the things referenced in the movie uh, except Hellraiser, yeah. uh, Carrie. Um, some people are making an argument that the Halloween just because of large kitchen knife, but I call it bullshit because those large kitchen knives are using everything. Yeah. And there's somebody else tries saying that Friday Thirteenth is referenced, and I'll maybe give them that just because the camp does take place at kind of like a wooded on the lake camp. But even that, that's a big stretch. That's a stretch because so, they don't really show much that has to do with the camp. There's one scene of them sitting Not on really. the dock, yeah. on the lake. But other than that, that's a stretch. It's really. Like the big ones are uh, Hellraiser yeah. and, and Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then really? the musical references. So, uh, which there are so many musical references. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of uh, the, we're just talking about Halloween. Director James uh, Jerome Sable and co-writer Eli uh, Battalion has said that they used the same title font and the same shade of red from Assault on Precinct 13, 1976, oh, wow. for the title of Stage Fright to pay homage to their favorite director. Halloween's John Carpenter. Oh, see, I feel like these guys are really like that's why this was enjoyable because they they are niche guys and they really enjoy. Yeah, they 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 the get genre. It. They, they get, get it. it. Yeah. Uh, now here's what the I details. Here's what I think you were about to lead into. Yeah. Uh, Mini Driver played Carlotta in, or Carlotta in the film version of Family Opera, the most recent one. And her character in Stage Fright, Kai Swanson, plays the lead in, in this in the uh, haunting of the mm-hmm. opera. And both those characters are the leading lady, but then misfortune strikes both of them. So there, yes. there is a relationship. Now, Carla is not killed, 
but she is uh, Miss Forcer strikes her and forces her out of the lead forces role. Forces her away from the lead. Yeah. yeah, because of the Phantom. Because I of mean, the Phantom, the Phantom yeah. does it to yeah. her essentially. So, so there is a definitely correlation. Uh, interesting little correlation. And she's a there. classical singer. She's a classically trained. She singer. She did all her singing and yeah. uh, family opera, and uh, the people did their own singing in this movie yeah. too. It's so really, which makes it even more impressive. Yeah. Um, so with yeah, that, meatloaf is well, obviously meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf, meatloaf is yeah, but meatloaf is. I was doing some reading on meatloaf, and he has not. His health has not been very good in the last few years. Like he keeps trying to perform, and he's not. It's not. Up. It's not going very well for him. Mm. That's just very sad. That is sad. Poor meatloaf. Uh, but let's move on to the budget game. Oh, it's now time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess the budget. Now, it's going to be a little different because I don't have the actual budget. Oh. But, so, Sarah, you're going to play Guess the Gross. Oh, okay. And there, we have two numbers. Oh, for no, you. this is hard. We have two numbers this to guess. Harder. We have the opening weekend gross, what it made opening weekend, and then what its total gross was at the end of its theater run. Now, I will give you a little hint. It, its theater run was very short, and I think it, it was only 11 theaters, and its final gross was... Opening weekend was May 9th of 2014, and its closing weekend was May 30th. So basically a month. So it kind of helps bring it, maybe give you a window to work with here. So what do you think was the opening weekend gross? And it was only shown in how many theaters? I think 11. I think like 11. Now, I I did read that that this was shown originally. It was opened originally at South by Southwest. Yeah, I'm sure it was. As one of their midnighters. Um, But that doesn't mean anything as far as like, it making any money damn this is hard this is harder than the budget game <laughs> because i feel like the budget is really high on this movie yet i don't see it making as much money as the budget was but i don't know how that works out in movie world so yeah. uh, yeah. i'm gonna say i'm gonna um oh god like Probably not that much, honestly. A horror mu- musical? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, the only two people that are going to like this is me and you. That's why we're doing it. My husband was like, no. No. Uh, yeah, I'm I would have say, loved to see Chris. Oh, my. Like his he'd be angry right now. I know it's it okay. Be. He'd be like, what the hell? Uh, I kind of wish he could have been here so we had somebody, an outside perspective like who didn't Who doesn't mu- like yeah. theater and musicals because like, he doesn't. Yeah, what? Um, I'm going to say... Okay, I'm gonna say fifteen thousand dollars is was the highest gross it made for, for for the whole for the whole thing. Yeah. All right. Do you want to guess this opening weekend numbers? Opening weekend, I'm gonna say was like most of that, like eight thousand. Eight thousand opening weekend, yeah. fifteen thousand. Uh, well, as I would tell Aaron, you blew your wad. Damn. Well, I'm that does not. Surprise. And but I, this is hard. This was a big challenge. I don't. I'm. Uh, opening weekend, it made three thousand five hundred sixty-two dollars. Are you serious? <laughs> I said eight thousand. Total gross as of May thirtieth, twenty fourteen, seven thousand and seventy-eight dollars. Oh my god! So yep. who, so who put up the money for this movie? Because there is no way that it was. It made money. I and mean, I, I feel it, like it, this it went, was a million dollars. It had to go straight to me- DVD and make money, make its money in rentals, like and rentals streaming. and things. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I'm sure it's easy. I'm a just trying to think movie. about. I'm just trying to think about, like you know. Plus, I mean, Mini Driver. She has some credit to her name. She, she wasn't in much, but she to get her to do it. Meatloaf is a name to get him to do it. Meatloaf, are, yeah, they've both been. I mean, I mean, they're not like you said. Like, d- didn't don't haven't had a ton of exposure at this point, but they've both been in movies and 
she's done so much theater and other things. They couldn't have been cheap. I mean, and it, or they could just, you know, maybe they did it as a passion project. You know, if this just sounds like a fun thing to do, right? Maybe they just, yeah. But who knows? But that's it. Wow. Seven thousand to- total gross. All right. Uh, according to boxofficemojo.com. Hey, Mojo. They should have made more. Uh, I yeah. All right. Let's move on to five star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five star reviews. Now again, not a whole lot, uh, but from just loverly. This movie was ridiculous. I love it. The music was okay, but there were a couple of songs I really enjoyed. Mm. The sheer ridiculousness was my favorite part, though. I show this movie to everyone who will watch it. Five stars. Nice. And from Nibi, so much better than I expected. Melanie Melanie Lishman delivers an amazing performance. Can't wait to see her in more movies. Five stars. Now, for those of you wondering, Melanie Lishman is the girl, redhead, who played Liz Silver. Oh, okay. Uh, from Matthew A. <laughs> that seems weird, but Leachman. Okay. I thought it was weird too. I know, right? I really thought this was going to be a remake of the 1987 slasher of the same oh. name. Could it be similar in so many ways, but pretty over the top? Very enjoyable well, right. musical slasher. Gore fest, five stars. Um, now actually, before we read this last one, I actually want to do the the 80s version down the oh, road. That's so why I like cool. to come back for that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm down. But I will say. I don't think it's a remake. It's not that similar. No, it's they not. Share, they I share was doing some reading because there's also a 1950s 50s version. Yes, there is of this, which I haven't sh- seen that one. That's yet. a that's I haven't seen that either. But that sounds more of like a psychological thriller. Yeah, I think so. That too. was a Hitchcock movie. Ah, it's a Hitchcock movie. Cool. So, uh, and then finally from Anonymous, this tongue-in-cheek slasher musical is brilliant. Great cast, <laughs> amusing songs, and a serial killer is riveting. Plus, it is meatloaf. What more could you ask for? Five stars. I agree with you, sir. Now, I just agree. the balance. I, I didn't write any of the one stars down, but there were a lot of one star reviews. <laughs> and I get, I get it because yeah. this people probably went into this not realizing what it was. No. And so most, almost all the one star reviews are like, what the hell was this? Musical? I hate musicals. This sucks. What, uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. It's all ripping on the musical aspect of it. Uh, so, it, yeah, like I said, this, it's not for everyone. You no. have to be in, like, in a niche, niche to get it. To really appreciate it is for what it is. Well, and that's why I think that's why I'm glad that we did it as a horrible horror, because even though somebody like me thinks, well, this is not anywhere near that bad, because I can go into that in my final thoughts or whatnot. Yeah. But well, that, but we're going to that okay. right now. Okay, so I can totally get why we did this as a horrible horror, because, again, for somebody like me, like I was just saying, this is a great movie. I mean, it. It's it was graphic. The kills balanced pretty well with the music. I thought there were times where the music went on for a long time, and I was like, "Where is the horror going to be?" But yeah. once the horror really started, it kept going, and they did a really great job with it. The I felt like there was some times where dialogue and story kind of went on too, but it it all tied together really well. Yeah. They did good in the details, but if you don't like singing in movies (laughs) then this is a horrible horror for you because there wasn't it wasn't like sing kill sing kill it was like graphic kill a lot lot of of singing singing and some tongue in cheek and then some killing and more singing and more singing with the killing and so i could see where yeah it could be a total horrible horror for somebody but i think obviously it was uh so bad it's good uh, because yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. This is again. I totally related to most of the characters. <laughs> yeah, you can be like, being a theater geek and a singer and a uh, you know. Yeah, for me, just... I 
a lot of the same it. things. A lot of the same things. Like I would, it would be nice if we could have got a third person with who wasn't from the outside world yeah. looking in and just see what if they would appreciate got it for what it is. If even if the people who exactly. did come from theater uh, and all that. But I'm the same way. Like I, I loved it. Like I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I love yeah. the references and the nods it made to all the <sighs> other horror movies and the musicals and how it brings everything together. It goes from serious to funny. Uh, but like, even like you just said, like it, it starts off the kill and then it's long stretch, like not a lot happening. And then it ends on a high note, but also that's in a way it could be another genius nod to the older, like Halloween, the original Halloween was just yeah. like that. You had the opening thing, Myos kills his sister. And then the whole rest of the movie, I would take the last 20 minutes. It's yep. just story building and character development. And then he gets the scary killing stuff at the end. So it's very yeah. much like that. Uh, so, and a lot of other horror, I mean, some of the, uh, early 80s slashers were very much like that mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, I, unfortunately we've gone way over time. This oh week. Lordy. I don't even uh, know, but I will oh, say sorry, so guys. bad. It's good as well. Oh, so bad. It's um, good. I know a lot of you may, if you're even still listening at this point, good on you. I, I know a lot of listening. you won't get to get, understand this show. Uh, I would say, watch it. Even if you just give it a whirl, the songs are catchy, definitely worth a watch. I think uh, the kills are going to pay off. The for kills you. are pretty good. Like I said, there's not a lot of blood and gore, but what they do do, they do pretty good. The effects are good. They didn't waste like waste no. your time with bad effects or makeup. It's it's solid. Um, like I said, I got to wrap up because we're I we're running way long. Sorry guys. Um, we loved it too much. Yeah, we just kept we talking. Just loved it. Too I know. Much. And I didn't even have a whole lot of like bad jokes. Like, no. like I can't rip this. It's, I could, it's not bad. Like, this that's isn't what bad. I thought I too. I couldn't even really. I mean, the things that I laughed at, I think they wanted me to laugh at. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Like I can't. <laughs> it was disappointing in the way that we like, couldn't I make like, fun of it. Really, my mouth, I'm like I don't have a whole lot of like jokes or anything nope. bad to say. Like nope. this is just it was good. Yeah, it was good. So check us out on Facebook. Uh, check out our website horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, we're so bad, scary. Instagram, we're just horrible horror podcast. You can download and listen to all of our episodes on our website, on iTunes and Google Play, and along as at Podbean as well. All 100 free. Check us out uh, if you can. You know, review us, give us five stars, leave us some notes. We love some interaction with our listeners. But in the meantime, watch more horror movies. And for always, remember, keep it tight. See ya. Yay!